What's up and welcome to another MoGraph MoCast. I'm Dave. And I'm Matt. Joining us today is the man himself from GrayscaleGorilla.com, Mr. Nick Campbell. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me again. This is what, it was my second time? Yeah. Yeah. Second? No, uh, this third. This is your Te- third, I believe. Oh my second gosh. on video. Second oh, on video. Second yeah. on video. Yeah, yeah. Huge. Yeah. And MoGraph is a supplement to our site, MoGraph.com, which is a motion graphics tutorial site with tutorials, plugins, podcasts, and other MoGraph stuff. And on the show, we talk about everything ranging from motion graphics to Cinema 4D, After Effects plugins, render engines, doing business, doing taxes, being a contractor, or working for the man. You can email us info at MoGraph.com. Let us know what you think about the show. Questions, comments, concerns, queries, grievances, artists, suggestions. Show topic ideas. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube, and <laughs> like you, you always and TikTok. Ac- accentuate TikTok. Because I want to get people on the TikTok. Come hang <laughs> hang with us live on the TikTok. You know who has a really you good know? TikTok? Uh, a really good motion graphics TikTok. School Emotion. School Emotion. They, oh, they're yeah? killing it on their TikTok. I, I got to say. They're doing a great job. Yeah, oh. I haven't seen it yet. Jealous. Yeah. yeah. Jealous. Yeah. They've been killing yeah. it across the board. I got to get, yeah. get over on that TikTok. TikTok is that what you say? I, I, <laughs> TikTok. TikTok. I, I heard. Nick's not uh, on the TikTok. Chad. I heard on uh, the last y'all's yeah. live show that you are not on the mm-hmm. TikTok. I need. And, I, need uh, a, I need a lesson. School of motion. Give me a lesson. Let's go. You. Yeah, it's so addicting though. Like Chad is right. Yeah. You know, it, yeah, is, is. it is extremely right. addicting. Mm-hmm. Even yeah. the fake yeah. versions of TikTok, like YouTube's got one, Instagram's got one. Mm-hmm. They're all. They're all, right. ho- they're all hooking. Uh, they're a little. They're a little. Uh, nails in me i can't let go of this thing i just i i right? I, I feel like i just waste too much time but maybe for production you got to get over there yeah. and yeah do some mini videos or something yeah yeah it's yeah. for re- it's for research you got to get out there and figure out what the trends <laughs> are thing, so you, right? you know right yeah but, yeah yeah that, you yeah. gotta yeah it, it'll pull you away from all the other stuff because it's just so fun and like chad said it's just so funny Mm-hmm. It's just so entertaining, you know? It depends. Like, you so. got to get the algorithm just right, you know? You right. got to get the... Did you see that uh, that TikTok the other day where this guy was talking about how um, these preachers are saying, kids got to get off of TikTok because all it is is women in bikinis and stuff like that, not realizing that it's an algorithm <laughs> and right. it shows that's you more of the watching. things that you're watching. <laughs> right. Oh, that's funny. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, I got a couple week wrap-up things before we get in the show I wanted to talk about real quick. Um, um, the uh, I just wanted to mention this. John Paul Francisco, mm-hmm. the Houdini scholarship winner, mm-hmm. has already completed the entire course. <laughs> and I think that is just such a great accomplishment. That yeah. is a huge, huge course. And and as you know, when it comes to courses, a lot of people don't finish courses. Yeah, you know. Yep. And um, or or they'll get a certain way, you know, amount through them and get the gist of it or whatever. And and you know, we especially the Houdini one. It mm-hmm. is a it's a beast to go through. College course. Yeah. Right. So uh, that is worth quite every the penny, but a beast to go yeah. through. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so congrats on that. Also wanted to mention Clinton Jones's new contest, Infinite Journeys. Yes. Yes. Uh, wow. This is uh, this is an amazing contest. The prizes are absolutely mm-hmm. ridiculous. For those and, who don't uh, know, the grand prize is basically a. Uh, a, a, a I, he said all expense paid tip trip to Camp Mograph. So yeah. it is. <laughs> yeah. It is. Yeah. It's it's yeah. paid for. Um, even if you are international, yep. it is, is your trip will be paid for. So, yep. um, and then, um, and then every, uh, place winner 
yeah. uh, will get a course from MoGraph.com yep. as well. But also, there's all these other great prizes yeah. in there. Like, you get the little uh, the looking glass thing, uh-huh. the, the 3D Rococo, viewer, uh, Rococo. Hand, hand uh, trackers and stuff. Yeah. yeah. I think a full suit if you win I think a full suit, prize? yes. I think that's first place, yeah. 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 Yeah, really cool contest. And mm-hmm. there's a video. I'd play the promo on here, but it's eight minutes long. So yeah. you just go check it out <laughs> or go to MoGraph. Or go, I'm sorry, go to uh, start watching MoGraph TV this mm-hmm. this week. You're going to see it on there uh, like, you know, a few times a day, yeah. something like that. It's in the mix. You can check out uh, he's Ponisher on uh he's punisher um, on twitter and uh youtube so check his stuff yeah. out just Dude, he's been doing yeah. great clint stuff Jones. man yeah awesome stuff it's clint. amazing clint is one of the like, nicest people in the world yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know and Absolutely. like i i i truly treasure our friendship that we have that we have made over the past few years yeah it was so good to catch yeah. up with well you guys yeah. too at the uh at the la party and see him there and that was yeah. great it was so cool of y'all to come out too, you know, like I, it, it was, I mean, that was like one of the only events, community events of the year, you know, and it was cool to see everyone coming out. Yeah. Love and, it. uh, the, just the last note I was going to say is, that, uh, we are launching MoGraph TV. Mm-hmm. It is launching on the first. However, we go by <laughs> GMT time. So it's mm-hmm. actually launching at six central tonight. There you go. So as soon as the show is over, I've got to scramble and do the switch over so mm-hmm. that it's actually live and not in test mode and make sure the battery backups are good. And uh, as long as we don't have another power outage with this snowstorm coming to Dallas like we did last year, it'll be up and running just fine. <sighs> so if uh, MoGraph TV goes down, blame Greg Abbott. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I mean, there we already go. do for everything else in Texas, right. but, you know, right? Greg Abbott. There you go. But let's get to Nick. Oh, we were already talking about uh, the travel stuff. Let's start with the travel. Let's let's start with uh, you. You came to the LA meetup. I unfortunately it was the first MoGraph meetup that I couldn't make, and um, I heard you talking about it the other day on the stream. It sounded like it was fun to catch up with people. Is, is that the first thing you've gone to in in a while? Yeah, I'm trying to think if we did anything else. That's basically it. You know, we've been luckily we were a remote company going into. Uh, COVID and pandemic and um, we just kind of did our quarterly meetings and, and all that stuff and w- w- we kind of kept quiet while things were quiet and then there was the, that bump like beginning of this year we're like okay Camp MoGraph's happening NAB's mm-hmm. happening uh, secret like everything was kind of popping up and um, that's when I thought I would see you guys you know and in fact I was just telling them like I missed Camp MoGraph but I was like that's okay I'll which I'm super bummed I didn't go by the way Um but I was like, that's okay. I'll see him at uh, NAB like a week later, mm-hmm. two weeks later. Yeah. Of course, yeah. we all know what happened there. It got yeah. shut down. And basically, yeah, we, we we haven't really done much. And we saw this LA event and that it was put on in such the perfect way, right? It was like an outdoor event and it was like um, easy to get to. You, fly, you could fly into Burbank if you want. And uh, mm-hmm. ch- it was actually Chad's idea. <laughs> He's like, you want to go? We should go. We should go see everybody for one. We haven't mm-hmm. seen you guys. We haven't really. Yeah. And and uh, so we hopped on a plane and headed out and um, uh, saw uh, everybody that was there. It was a huge turnout. Went to the O-Toy party. And uh, that was yeah, so glad. So glad yeah. I came out. Uh, saw people I haven't seen in years. Met new people. And, I, you know, 
it's it's always one of my favorite parts of the year is is doing those events. So I'm so mm-hmm. I'm so glad we did that uh, right kind of at the last minute. Um, and then you know new travel stuffs kind of opening up a little bit at you know keeping it safe. But I'll be out in Denver uh, for a, an event. I see EJ mm-hmm. in the chat. Hi EJ. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hi Chad. I hey Kevin's here too. Good to see you guys. Um, I'll be out in Denver for an event um, that I think EJ's putting on. And uh, some other stuff kind of popping up here and there. So I'm excited, you know, as things open up, stay safe to get out and finally see you guys. It's it's really one of my, like I said, my favorite parts of the year is is these big events and NAB and all this stuff. So mm-hmm. what about you guys? Are you guys uh, heading out to any of these? Um, We're planning, well, we're planning we, on going to NAB camp, for obviously. sure. Yeah. NAB, if it happens. Yeah, if it happens. If it happens. Oh, yeah. Um, would like to get out to one of EJ's meetups again. That would be fun. For Why sure. And we're, and we're talking about like maybe doing something in Dallas as well. You should, mm-hmm. We were talking about that on the, on the stream when I was chatting at you uh, during your stream the other day about coming to Dallas and, uh, and hanging out. There's always room here. I so, got to head down. You know, that was like... That was the the famous like big event that got canceled right when COVID started was was Barton's yeah. big thing. Yeah, the epic, that epic was event going to be a great with people party. and yeah, mm-hmm. everybody was gonna everybody was gonna be there. We're we're gonna have to redo that. We we talked to Barton about it too. Do a grand re re reopening, kind of like Bob's Burgers. I gotta come know? see it. The the place looks amazing. Um, it's cool. It's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward yeah. to it. Anybody out there? I, I w- I've been talking to some people um, recently, and they're like, you know, what's the what's the biggest thing I could do for my career? You know, I, I talk to a lot of upcoming artists, and and every time they're asking recently, my answer is always the same: like, try to get to one of these meetups because, mm-hmm. especially now that it's been a couple years and it's been kind of quiet, I think this this you know like the first NAB back is just going to be everybody. It's going to be like <laughs> everybody yeah. show up. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we actually. I'm. I'm assuming we're gonna have that party that we were all sponsoring. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> we just kind of just kind of left that limbo and said, "Oh, we'll just uh, continue this whole situation next time we can do a party." Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think it's. I think it's back yeah. on. So I'm ready. Yeah, that'll be awesome. Um, that is. Uh, do you remember where that was gonna be? It wasn't gonna be at the same place as usual. Yeah, it was, I. I. I don't know. It was supposed to be. Yeah. I don't new know. place, I don't know. new yeah. place. Yeah, I forgot. It's been so long. Guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. It, it, we're gonna have to like kind of teach a lot of new people like what the traditions are. I think there's all these new up and comers over the last like three or four years that haven't been able to experience NAB and the and the fun with that and doing karaoke and doing all the other stuff. By the way, uh, 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 EJ has booked karaoke for Colorado, right? You can do karaoke. <laughs> I mean, is that just for y'all or is that for everyone? It's just yeah. me and EJ yeah, singing it's... to each other. I think that's <laughs> oh, probably, okay. there you go. Lovingly to each other. Yeah. 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 It's like really, yeah. really getting close. <laughs> February 10th. <laughs> February funny. 10th. He said, so cool. NAB party. Yeah. The, Oh, the pinball thing, you know, yeah. pinball hopefully we do that <laughs> that um, guy as well uh, in the new uh, place someone had mentioned that guy came up on a reddit thread the other day uh about the owner of the pinball you know the pinball museum oh, yeah. yes and i commented and i was like dude this guy is freaking weird i've met him in person and there were all these threads of like oh yeah this dude's weird af 
were you there the year that he got really mad at us for yeah. playing air hockey too yeah. loud? Yeah, and then he unplugged and he's like, no, you guys can't play air yeah. hockey anymore. You're done. Like, all You're right. It's funny. Whatever. But that place is a blast, and the new one is supposedly, supposedly. really cool. So, yeah. And it's like on the strip and stuff. Yeah, so. paid for it a quarter at a time. I'm stopping by. I know. <laughs> I'm stopping by for yeah. sure. Yeah. <clears throat> so, so what have you been doing during covid besides working on grayscale gorilla stuff have you been trying to get out or keep your sanity somehow <laughs> <laughs> like many uh, of us are uh, on my good days i go outside uh, i try to see the sun the dog helps we go on little walks and he loves like literally just running around the house so we'll go around and try to get some stuff done you know it's hard it's like i, I feel like i had a better a better you know balance before covid kind of pushed us all inside there for a while mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. i used to have this really uh great little commute to my office or i would walk there ride my bike and get outside mm -hmm. and covid kind of pushed everything um a, a little bit unbalanced you know i i've maybe maybe everybody bumped into parts of this you know like between working and all the nft craziness and and stuff mm -hmm. that i fell into um and then just the overall weirdness of the situation it just wasn't as as um uh, uh like outdoors as as much as i used to um mm -hmm. i have got into like a bike ride uh, habit got some local mm -hmm. friends that we go meet up at least once a week and go on a bike ride that helps um but then it's also been like negative degrees here in uh, my part of uh, the neighborhood so it's hard it, that's you know, the sucky part right like when it hard. gets cold you want to go outside you know, I wish like, I was. Yeah, I wish I was better about it. Um, I think this year there's some big things, so I'll be uh, out on uh, you know skiing a little bit more this year. Um, get some outdoor stuff. I tr I do try to build the habit into it. I got a mm -hmm. little bit of a you know like a little bit of a workout habit that's okay these years, but I feel like I lost something in the last couple of years. I'm sure we all, we've yeah. all bumped into that, right? But yeah. um, gained staying, quite a few. Quite a few pounds since COVID. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's 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 always been the struggle. Like like the the good part about a lot of what we do is like we get to sit behind a computer and you know like it's all here in front of us. We got this endless things we could create and build, whether it's a business or a three D render or whatever. It's all here. But then the other side is like it never ends. Like the internet never ends. I've never found the end of the internet. Right. I've never mm -hmm. Reddit will scroll forever. It sounds yep. like TikTok <laughs> does the right. same damn thing. Yep. And yep. so yes, you know, building <laughs> building in these limits and figuring it out is one of the hardest things. Uh, and it's always been hard. And now on top of on top of uh, uh, you know COVID and and stuff, it's just even harder for everybody. Like momentum has been slowed down. It feels like, mm -hmm. yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, but it's it and, and oh, to to do lists. Is, I feel like it's the same thing. To do lists, you're always adding to it. You know, I feel like me personally, every time I cross one thing off, I add two things to it, and there's mm -hmm. this weird feeling in the back of my head that someday I'll cross the last thing off the list. <laughs> the day you die, I guess when I die, yeah, and then I won't get to, yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, Dave. I'll be by your side you, so that I can okay. cross that thing off the list yeah. for you. You open my Todoist and you check everything off after uh, I'm gone, and then print it out and tape it to my gravestone. Right. Like yeah. you finally Look, did he it. finished it all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> your yeah. gravestone says 
he crossed off uh, everything on his to-do list. Right. I've definitely actually. It's gonna have the slogan on it. the The slogan from uh, Futurama: If you do things right, people won't know you've done anything at all. Yeah. I'm serious <laughs> about that. Everybody listening. <laughs> yeah. You know, it. I, I did this thing recently where I've looked back. Um, through my calendar and just wrote down like the good moments of, mm-hmm. of like good, good days and good boxes. I did check off my to-do list and like things that actually mattered after six months, you know, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I forget the name of this. It was like an end of the year kind of idea. Um, and you just kind of go through your calendar and uh, write down the stuff that really sticks out as like, man, that was really great. That was fun to do. Maybe it was seeing a friend or, you know, a, a business accomplishment or something big. And then you do the same with the negative stuff. And uh, it really helps put into perspective, like the day-to-day frenzy that you're checking off boxes, like how much of it really matters, how much of it uh, is really, you know, impacting the world versus like, you know, just checking your, checking your uh, stocks again or something, you know, like, like yeah. what, what are <laughs> right. the things that, that actually, uh, are moving you and your family and your life forward versus versus um, just, you know, like you said, like a box to check off. That's hard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and even take those bad things maybe and figure out why they were bad things, you know, whether it's something that was uh, business-related or something emotional or whatever it is. Um, I need to figure out what book this is that Merlin Mann was talking about the other day. It sounds very good, but he was talking about the – the idea that when you get in like that mode of of being anxious or being upset or or something's wrong, whatever that is, you become more concentrated on the feeling that it is rather than why it is. So it's like I don't feel great for some reason. I'm upset that I don't feel great, but but most people don't try and dig into why that is and then you end up just doing the same thing over and over again mm-hmm. and i'm like cool well how can i control this and he mentioned the book and i haven't gone to check it out <laughs> yet but i i feel like i i need to go look at the, that the number of find books out that i bought because, because sounds... i thought it would make my life you know better right. and then realizing yeah. i don't like to read <laughs> you know <laughs> neither do i that's why i get it on audiobook yeah yeah, yeah audiobook, listen while i'm running I, I go through a ton of audiobooks like I'll just uh, I'm on the 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 Audible subscription plan and just half credits mm-hmm. ready to go because so when we, I hear yeah. those things, just like grab them. And then sometimes yeah. I'm, I'm I honestly love podcasts. I listen to a ton of them, but sometimes I'm just like you know on on a road trip or a longer format, kind of like digging into something deeper. And I'll put a one of these audiobooks on, and it reminds me a little bit about like two things that I try to do that helps me get out of that mode. And mm-hmm. one of them is just get the hell outside and get my exercise, whatever that is, mm-hmm. walking, yeah, um, riding my bike, like even just on a phone call, I'll try to get out, put my headphones in and walk around the neighborhood, like get your lungs and your yeah. legs and your physical body out of your computer and into the world. Anytime I do that, I, I just always feel better. And then number two is whenever, whenever I feel like I'm, I'm consuming too much, I got to go create something. I got to go do something yes. and make something. Mm-hmm. So whether that's like, okay, I read my, you know, fifth article about, you know, NFT stuff. I got to go see what this is all about and do my own project. Mm-hmm. Whether it's looking at beautiful 3D renders and watching tutorials over and over, which is always good. It's good to learn. But, you know, whenever you get in that mode, you got to like also go make something. Um, maybe it's even 
you know, the business side of things. You think about it, you read an article, you listen to podcasts about business or investing or whatever else you're into. Eventually you got to stop and like actually go make, make it, try it, do it. Right. Um, that always helps a ton too. Like I, I, I remember watching like, uh, hours of videos about learning, um, this certain song on, on piano, like, and people mm-hmm. would approach it. And I literally found myself not even actually practicing it. Like, I'm just like, I'm, I'm in love with how they're teaching it and the theory yeah. behind it. And I'm like, yeah. okay, this is good. I guess my brain is understanding parts of this. But nothing's going to help unless I like move my fingers and put it on the on the keyboard, you know? Yeah, Nick, definitely yeah. don't get into TikTok because it's just going to convince <laughs> you that you have ADHD the whole time. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> that's one of you the things they talk about. They talk the about TikToks. hyperfixation yeah. and stuff like that with ADHD. And it's like, you yeah. you know everything about that one thing, but then as soon as you get the stuff to do the thing, you don't want to do the thing anymore, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, very interesting. And, it, and it's it happens as even as much as I try to fight it. I think it's just mm-hmm. a human tendency too. Like you get the, you know, you get the nice bike and you get the gear and you get the right hat and you get the mm-hmm. you get the shoes that fit and you did all and then it and then it sits there in in the garage. Like mm-hmm. how many? Like mm-hmm. and there's a hundred examples of that we all have. Like what are the mm-hmm. things we obsess over, and then we actually don't do once we once we actually put it you know, into our brain, working out or mm-hmm. a hobby or, you know, even 3D. Like I, I used to yell about this all the time about, all right, tutorials are good. Watch them. But you mm-hmm. got to like stop and then make your own thing eventually. Like what can I do right. now after watching eight videos? Yeah, I used to tell, the, you know, artists <laughs> mm-hmm. like combine two tutorials together and see if you could break it. Like put the goo yeah. one on top of the dynamics one and see where where you can find what breaks now you got something yeah. to solve now you got like something to learn right and yeah. um I like that. gosh that balance is always it's always tough it's always tough i think that's mm-hmm. why we will we'll be talking about this forever because that balance of creation and learning and even relaxation there's it's hard to find those lines Hey, this is Dave. I just wanted to stop for a moment and thank our sponsor, Otoy, the creators of Render Network and, of course, Octane. But I don't have to tell you that. You know who they are. You see the results of their render engine all over the interwebs, and we're very grateful that they're supporting what we're doing at MoGraph.com, from this podcast to MoGraph TV to events like local meetups and Camp MoGraph and all our community-building efforts. We can't wait to show you what's in store, all thanks to their support. Go check them out at Otoy.com. Now back to the madness. And I don't think I've ever had a good idea when I've been in front of the computer. Yeah. (laughs) I I really don't. I think every time I've had a good idea for something, especially when it comes to animation, I've never sat in front of blank Cinema 4D and come up with a great idea. It's always I'm on a run or I see something that inspires me or I hear something or or whatever it is, or I wake up in the middle of the night from a dream. Matt's done that before. Yeah. You know, you're, you're not at your desk. You have to do those other things. Uh, for me, it's usually running because I'm bored for a long time. I'm mm-hmm. bored. I got to run for 45 minutes. All right. Well, music is okay, but you know, you're still thinking in your own head for a while. Um, yeah. it's good to get out and do that. The vitamin D is good for you too. Yeah. You know, definitely. Um, so what have you been doing, I guess, this is, I, I, I don't know if it's the same question or not, but, but avoiding 
burnout because yeah you do have to go do the work but what if you are doing the work what if you sit down and you do a bunch of it and you spend a long time doing it and maybe you are successful and maybe you post something and it's great or whatever but then you're like man i have just been in front of this for too long um besides working out uh-huh. you know um, yeah, yeah what are some things that you do <laughs> to keep yourself from instead from burning of burning out and also the same combat on, on the same note combating burnout versus like getting past burnout you know yeah like hey i'm yeah. i'm i'm burnt out I'm, I'm i'm ready to do nothing for a month you know right or something yeah it's uh it's something we talk a lot about internally at grayscale gorilla you know so there's there's 12 of us now uh, around the world we've luckily uh we've been remote since 2015 or 16 so we we mostly knew you know how to jump in slack get mm-hmm. good good work done but there was something special in a negative way about the the covid years right because a lot of families found themselves with their kids at home and their schedule broken yeah. and and yeah. even you know me without kids i found myself like in front of the computer too much because what else am i going to do you know and mm-hmm. and we all had like a schedule uh break or or uh the routine broke and we all had a good routine and we we've talked a lot about it internally and set up some ways to, co- to combat it because we also, mm-hmm. here's the other side of this coin is we all, you know, uh, like working here, you know, like I, mm-hmm. I, I, our team has been on fire lately and they want, you know, to build amazing stuff and to, to do what we do here. So it's hard, it's hard to like take a weekend and say like, we don't want you to be here on a Sunday, you know, other than yeah. customer support, which <laughs> is a different issue, but we mm-hmm. don't want you to be here on a Sunday like break in your back right. because we we know and I know that better work happens when you have the space to go do other stuff and have the space to go be uh, a, a, a part of the family a part of the world and so mm-hmm. some of the I mean we can we can go into specifics of what we do one thing we did this this year um, that was new to us was we took a week off the whole mm-hmm. company took a week off in the in the mm-hmm. summer and so. What I thought would happen uh, as I as I built rules for the company, uh, which is which is crazy, right? Like you're I'm building mm-hmm. the rules for my own little world here. What are, what are the right. what's the kind of place I want to work for? So I came up <laughs> with this. What I thought was a great idea. It's unlimited uh, vacation, right? Like you need a, right. you need a day. You need to go to the dentist. You need to you don't have to ask permission. We're all adults here. Go get your work mm-hmm. done. We have deadlines. We have right. projects. I've talked about this on here before. And uh, I thought that was the the right way to approach it. But what, what we found was people weren't taking breaks. People weren't taking holidays because when they, when they left, they knew that they would come back to um, a big inbox of stuff to just do. They right. felt like they were behind because, right. because even if you do take a week off, the rest of the company is still working. And, and we're a small team, mm-hmm. right? And we're relying on other people to do mm-hmm. their part and everything. So we decided like the best thing we could do to 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 uh kind of cope with burnout and and to give the whole team some space to really think on uh, you know just take a break frankly like mm-hmm. it, it was to just take a break for the whole company. So this yeah. summer was the first time we did it. I forget the actual dates. Um but other than customer support which they had their their own uh times, they just had to overlap it a little bit separately with the sure. rest of the team. We took a week off and everybody felt so much better. Um, nobody felt like they were going to come back to a pile of emails. 
we and right. we kind of enforced it. We're like, look, mm-hmm. don't go on the slack. Look, don't go. If there's an emergency, we'll make sure that something happens. But, you know, take a break. And yeah. it, it was one of the yeah. most, um, it was one of the, it, it, it was great feedback from the whole team that we did that. And mm-hmm. I think that's important to think about in your own career, in your own life. Like, how do you, how do you set this up ahead of time and look forward to it as well? Which is, I'll just say one more piece about this, which is part of the fun of that is looking forward to a break. It's Absolutely. almost it's it's almost like half the 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 fun of a, of a vacation or a big break is mm-hmm. the anticipation of it. So mm-hmm. it's it's uh it, that is part of it. So what I would say is take wherever you are if you're burnt out, if you're if you're overwhelmed, plan something even if it's small. It doesn't have to be a week, it doesn't even have to be a day. It could be an hour of a nice lunch that you and a friend go to or you know you and your partner go to or something and you're just looking forward to it all week and then you go do it and you definitely put your damn phone in your pocket (laughs) or leave it in the car you know like take the Mm -hmm. break and just have that refreshed moment with a with a person or with uh with a physical activity whatever that is for you like Mm -hmm. i would just recommend scheduling it putting it in the calendar and then going and doing it that's um, almost sounds like Camp Mograph. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> my uh, yeah. Uh, that's why me and uh, me and my wife every time as soon as we get back from a vacation, we almost are always booking the next vacation. You know, mm-hmm. because we, you to. need something to look forward to. That was one of the hardest things yeah. during the COVID times, you know, or during the beginning of the pandemic is you had nothing to look forward to. The only thing to look forward to was the end of the pandemic. You know, right. <laughs> And it's like, you never yeah. knew when that was going to end. Yeah. So. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's ever. Uh, yeah. Uh, EJ says, if you don't value your own time, no one else will. Yeah. 100%. Um, and the the problem that, that happens is you get halfway through vacation and, you know, you have the anticipation of vacation before, the excitement of vacation, and then you have the anticipation of the emails coming yeah. back you <laughs> yeah. know right. and and there's really not a great way i guess to get through that other than make sure that you got your autoresponder on so people aren't just hitting you up constantly yeah. you know but um do you have you ever had any any trouble delegating <laughs> personally like oh like having trouble letting go of things yeah delegation's huge right so i, w- I was actually um thinking a lot about this this year it's one of the biggest growth uh, like parts of growth that i've gone through in the last 10 years you know when grayscale started i was it was me i did customer support i did the videos i did the website i learned wordpress i uh you know uh hacked together some some um uh some plugins like it was just me and Mm -hmm. and one of the Mm -hmm. biggest things i learned over the years is if I'm going to, if I want this to be bigger and help more people, I can't do it all. And mm-hmm. what I used to say was like, man, if I just had like 20 versions of me, I could get, I could right. be really, right. Um, right. really right. productive. And but then just, you got to right. feed all 20 versions of yourself, you know, <laughs> and then know. that just becomes expensive. That's a lot of monster yeah. <laughs> energy drink for me. I don't think I can afford that. And you know what, you know, what's funny. It was like, that was the most like egotistical way to say it too. It's like, it's just right, me right, right, and I right, just right. want if I'm so great, but I just, I'm too busy. 
So I just want right. 20 versions of me and one's going to sleep and one will do support. But honestly, <laughs> the, the best thing I did was hire a bunch of people better than me at other mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. so that I right. can do the thing that I'm uniquely interested in and I'm uniquely good at. And yeah. so once yeah. I started doing that and hiring people like, chad ashley right like one of the best 3d artists out there one of the best product guys like what like and and someone responsible for like creating the most beautiful materials and textures like way more way better than i can make for Mm -hmm. like 10 times better than i can make (laughs) and and so now so now he he's able to do that while i can you know, learn how to build a team better and learn some mm-hmm. of the marketing things and other things that I, I am more passionate about and I, I am good at. And that goes with the entire team. Every time I hired somebody that was better at that part of the job than me, they went on to make it better for our customers, make it better for uh, our our brand and our, our mission and freed me up to do um, more of what I love to do. And yeah. I, I feel like I need to learn that lesson every couple years because I forget and I start piling too much on myself and putting too much on my shoulders and thinking, oh, if I just had uh, 48 hours a day instead of 24, I could do it all. Right. It almost always is um, A, deciding what's more important and doing less, right? Like mm-hmm. cross, just being comfortable crossing things off your list that cannot get done. And two, when you finally have stuff that is important that you need to get done, hiring good people and and working with them to get more stuff done. And so mm-hmm. delegation, I man, I I get it. I I it is hard to do. It's hard to let go. It's hard to see other people do it their way when you you know you would have done it slightly differently. But man, right. it is one of the biggest things that I've learned that. Um, uh, that that has helped me in obviously my career in business and even just in my like mental self like mm-hmm. non freaking out mode like I now have talented people around me that do great stuff and I I never I wasn't built like that I was built mm-hmm. as like I'm just gonna sit here in front of this machine until I learn it or I figure out enough about WordPress or I mm-hmm. you know like I'll do it all and yeah man, you can go so much, you can build so much, not not just more stuff, but better stuff and something more impactful to the world when you start working with um, with with a team or even just one other person. You know, I'm sure you guys mm-hmm. uh, have, have multiple stories where being even just the two of you like help each other out and have, you know, your specific ways you do it. I'll just say one more thing about it, which is People still ask me all the time. They're like, how do you get all this stuff done? Like, how? what's your secret with, with you know, you guys launched this and you did this product and this came out and then you're doing the live show and you got the Discord. Like, how do you, how do, you do all this stuff? The answer mm-hmm. is always the same. I hired really good people and I let them do what they do. That's always mm-hmm. the answer. It's not me, right. you know? We joked like I don't right. call myself the grill anymore. It's really that. Like it's <laughs> it right. is the team. Like the team does this stuff. And and I I would encourage anybody out there that like feels overwhelmed and is like, I want to do so much, but I don't have the time, I don't have the energy to do two things. Look at the list, cross half of it off, the stuff that is not impactful, the stuff that is not important, figure out what, what the half is that you could just throw away, and then take the 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 fifty or twenty percent you have left. And find someone to work with, even if it's a small piece of it, 
What can mm-hmm. someone else do that will free your time up to really focus on the thing that you love doing? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's there's a few things about delegation. Number one is you have to figure out what is worth uh, what is worth teaching somebody to do. Because, you know, it takes some time to get someone up to speed mm-hmm. on something. So sometimes it might be something you could get done in an hour, but somebody else, it might take them three or four hours. Right. Because they're not you and they don't know where the bones are buried. So you have to pick the things that you know you can easily get somebody to do. You got to be able to let go. The hardest part for me in delegation at this point is not the letting go part. It's the money part. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because you have to have money to delegate a lot of the mm-hmm. time. You know, so sometimes you do have to do a lot of that stuff until you have somebody you can say, hey, can I pay you to do this? Mm-hmm. And um, the other question, though, is how do you how do you find the right person for that delegation? Mm-hmm. You know, when you hire these people, how do you know that you've got the right person for the job? Oh, man, it's, uh, that's a lot. That's a lot there. Um, <laughs> I, I could I could only share like the way that I've approached it. Um in some in some cases, I've been extremely lucky that I've I've just worked around really uh, talented people. I've I've and and I was able to reach out directly to people I've worked with in the past and uh, hired them at Grayscale Gorilla. So Chad's a good example of um, almost a lucky thing. Uh, we talked a little bit about it on our last uh, live stream on uh, YouTube. Kind of the story of of you know working with Chad for so many years. And when it came time to step up the product side of, of the company, the design side of the company, you know, like I'm, I'm not a natural designer. It takes me so long to figure out how to make things look beautiful and working around someone like Chad, who is studies it. Like he's, he's one Mm -hmm. of the best at it. Um, I'm confusing a lot of stories together here, but I'll just, I'll just say this when it came time to step up that part of the company, um, it was actually a friend of mine and he's like, who would you hire? He's like, big sky, who would you just magically hire to solve that problem that allow you to make a ton more stuff to step up your design and like really own that part of the company. And I mentioned, mm-hmm. I mentioned Chad, Chad's name mm-hmm. and, uh, he's, he's like, cool. So who do you know in your life? That's like this Chad guy. And I'm like, no, I actually know this guy. Yeah. And he goes, <laughs> he goes, Oh, every, every, he's like everyone else that does that, um, that's that thing they pick somebody like oh if, if steve jobs just came down and solved right. it for me that'd be great he's like you actually know this person I'm like yeah yeah well don't you think maybe he wants to come work for with you and build something big together and make mm-hmm. make 3d easier for the world and i was like holy crap i think he does and so <laughs> in that way there was like this this like perfect fit of someone who's really really good at what they do and we were able to 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 like build something incredible together but that story is almost a part of the story, no matter who we've hired. So either mm-hmm. I've had that moment where I've seen someone in my past, they're like, I think this person would be perfect for this role. Or what's really cool about building a team is now you don't even have to hire everybody ever <laughs> anymore. Mm-hmm. Your team now understands your vision and what, what your, what the, how the company works. And as long as you build a place that people want to work at, which I, I try to do, and we mostly mm-hmm. have that people will go find other talented people to fill in roles and say, you know, who's sure. great at this. I know yeah. so-and-so from, you know, from, uh, 
uh, from school and I know so-and-so here and, and, and now we've actually been able to grow because it's not even just me doing all the hiring. There's other yeah. smart people that know, mm. uh, oh, mm-hmm. you know, who'd be great at this? So-and-so. So that's how, <clears throat> that's how we've grown in that way. Um, it, when it, when it comes, cause I see some of the comments too, like, how do you do that first yeah. hire, you know, and how do you, yeah. how do you afford somebody when it's just yeah. you and you're, right. you're kind of, you know, figuring this out. The, the first thing is to, um, this is more of like, this might be more of a Chris Doe thing. So I'll just say like, go watch some <laughs> of his videos. But the first part of it is, you know, as a freelancer and as somebody who's just like, just on their own as an artist in, in their room is to start to consider what you're charging and start to think oh, about. We lost certain- your audio again. You got muted again. It's, it's the, uh, it's the solar flares. Yeah. Yeah. I'm back. Yeah. You're good. Okay. You're thanks good. for letting me know. Yeah. Skype just keeps going to default audio and then I just got to go flip oh. it back. Sorry guys. Huh. Let me know. Yeah, we're fine. I know exactly how to fix it now. So we'll do that. That's annoying. Cool. Sorry about that. <laughs> um, where, where was I? We were talking about, um, yeah, so the hiring. So it's hiring. it's a you're taking a leap there because you have yeah. to decide it's it's time to first become an employer, and yeah. there's a lot of yeah. things and taxes and paperwork taxes. and yeah. I mean, th- there is there is another <laughs> way to 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 do this, which which isn't like full time and paying payroll yes. and paying you know all the actual stuff. You can go try this out with a freelancer or a yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Or just any hourly person to come in and, and do something. In fact, that's I think technically how we started. Like um, the first, the first like other employee in the company for me was was uh, customer support. Right, it was something mm-hmm. I didn't. Uh, I I I um, found somebody that was just hourly, and I was like, okay, mm-hmm. well that that will free up some time. They're they're probably going to do it better than I will. You know, like. They have more mm-hmm. time to you know be more patient and make sure everybody gets their stuff, and I didn't have to go necessarily set up a you know W two and figure all that stuff out. I could just yeah. say right for for ten hours a week you could do customer support, and I uh, that's how it started. And of course now mm-hmm. we have full time and all that stuff. But you can you can find things no matter what your career is. Like if you're a three D artist and there's um I don't know maybe something that you needed to model for your client mm-hmm. and you can't find mm-hmm. it on turbo squid and you've always wanted to learn how to model, but you don't really have the time and you're not that great at it. That's a perfect time to say, look, I'm going to pay a pro to nail this mm-hmm. and know that you're not just, that's not just money out of your pocket. It's time back on your day that you can go right. either go get another client. If you're good at being a client or finding clients, you can go actually do the lighting and the, and the, texturing and the materials and the compositing maybe you're good at that and somebody else can go do the modeling so find that piece of whatever whatever that is in your career that you're better than most at doing and and maybe just go hire somebody for five hours or ten hours or a little contract to uh free up your time and see what that feels like and because it's because it's almost like you got to practice you got to practice that muscle of like letting go a little bit and you also have to practice that muscle, like you said too, um, uh, Dave. You, I think you were saying this. Why go spend three hours teaching somebody to do something when I could just do it in an hour and get it over with? Mm-hmm. Like I used to think that yeah. all the time. Like I don't even have the mm-hmm. time to train this person. Well, 
once they're trained and you might have to, you know, add a couple little things to it down the road and still manage them and be a part of the, their life. Um, once you do take the time to do it and train them and tell them the way that you want it done, you can then take a giant step back in a lot of ways. I, I feel like there's so many little pieces to this puzzle. I wonder what, um, what the hardest piece is for everybody else out there. Like it, it, what is, what is that part of your day? Maybe you guys can say something about this. What's the part of your day where you're like, man, if, if we just had a person take this over, um, <laughs> mm-hmm. it would, it would free up so much. Man, if well, I just I had a nanny, a, then my, my day right. would be so yeah, free. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can give you a couple examples of that. And here's the thing. Time is not a renewable resource and money is. Mm -hmm. So if you are able to exchange money for time somehow, that's going to be, that's going to be a great thing. I, I, you know, my, my problem is that I'll, I'll delegate and then I'll just pile something else on. But, um, a good example of that without getting, uh, without revealing too much is some of the web stuff that we've been hinting that we've been working on for like mm-hmm. the last five years yeah. has been like this idea and we're trying to build it ourselves. And then we decided to, you know, what if we paid somebody to do this, you know? And, and, uh, but again, we had a little money, but we didn't have the money that we needed to do right. it. Right. So, so, you know, it's, it, sometimes you can it can be detrimental, right? Mm-hmm. Like uh, I did build like the initial MoGraph site, like mm-hmm. in WordPress or whatever on my own. But then when it comes to like UX, UI, all of that stuff, figuring out what goes where, I don't do that for a living. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know what that's supposed to be. And and if you're just hiring someone as a web designer, you're you're just hiring them to do design. Mm-hmm. Like you're not necessarily hiring them to do UI UX and think about all the stuff you're doing and understand your business and the flow and all of that. And how are you going to manage that if you're not a person who heads up a web development company? So Mm -hmm. uh, thanks to some of our sponsors, we're able to actually delegate some of that stuff, you know, and say here, now we have a team that actually understands more than just like, Hey, I'm going to install your WordPress plugin. You Mm -hmm. know, we understand your UX UI, all of that stuff. And so far, so good so that we can you know create some community tools and things that that people can use that actually make sense and actually like have some value and people don't just show up and say i don't understand the website because dave put it together and he doesn't know ux ui (laughs) uh so you know that's something that has been a relief for me this year it's probably been a relief for you too matt like Mm -hmm like knowing that we feel like we have it under control because we finally found the right people for the job. Like we, so last year was the first time that we really started hiring contractors, you know, to help Mm -hmm. us out with a lot of the work that we were getting in. And And this is for our business, not MoGraph. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's Mm -hmm. been, what's been nice is, you know, you start hiring all these contractors and stuff and you start to find the ones that are really reliable you know and do good work and stuff and then they start to become almost a permanent part of what you do every day you know which is cool which is really cool yeah so yeah that's that's um um, uh, that's you were just reminding me of one last piece of this which is that it's not for everybody Right, like mm-hmm. hiring and and learning how to delegate and and managing that relationship and thinking about what the, you know how it all ties in together into the bigger vision. It's it's it isn't for everybody, 
but it but if you work at it and and you think that that's a part of what you want to be better at it is something mm-hmm. i would just like anything you have to practice at it um mm-hmm. and you and you just have to uh, like i said earlier about piano you got to like put your hands on the keys and and press and figure out how your your finger coordination yeah. works with this stuff mm-hmm. and what the other side of that coin is a lot of people don't want to deal with that a lot of people just yeah. are good at what they do and they want to get paid hourly to just go mm-hmm. freaking do it and if mm-hmm. you can start to work with those people who are like look man, you give me, you tell me where we're running i'm going to go and we're just going to get this thing done Man, every time that we've worked with professionals in that way, whether it's our our uh, our website we launched a, a couple years ago, uh, some of the designs we worked with, some of the uh, any any of these big projects we've worked with outside professionals, man, shit just gets done, and it's great. It and and yeah. of course, you have to you know we have to tweak here and there, like hey, we want this button a little bigger, you know, like at the end, yeah. Now we're the client because you know yeah. we're hiring. Can you make else. the logo bigger? Yeah, make my logo <laughs> yeah. a little bigger, and you're like, oh shit, I'm one of yeah. them, you know. And yeah, but yeah, you know, it, it once you're working with a professional, at least us as at, at, at Grayscale Gorilla, every time we do that, we we all look around, we're like, this is great. This is the reason mm-hmm. to go hire a, a pro and work with somebody amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I would I would just say like if it's interesting to you to be able to to do more and to and to build bigger uh, whatever this mm-hmm. is a bigger business a bigger studio uh, whatever this is start flexing that muscle of how to delegate and how to you know be how to be a good boss and how to how to how to figure this out we've all had crappy people we work with so you know try to try to add that into the 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 flow if if you go hire people yeah right let me let me ask you this nick Uh, we're changing directions a bit because this is something that i've been curious about you know and um um how is it how is it uh, so grayscale gorilla has some amazing plugins and you know uh and the the courses online are fantastic you know uh, uh, y'all picking up make it look great 11 i think was an, yeah. a fantastic uh yeah. purchase or whatever how you do it you know yeah we've <laughs> um, been recommending that to a lot of people yes like absolutely too. and it's been very yeah. nice having that on hand as well and having a lot of this training as well but uh how is it so i know how is it that you guys come up with new stuff you know because i know uh, like at least for me in the past where I'm like, man, I just wish I had a tool to do this, you know, during my day to day of doing things, you know, do you guys talk to a lot of customers and be like, what do you want? You know, do you get out there and ask, is it from the Slack or the discord or whatever? How do you know what's going to be the next product that you guys release? Um, I would, I would, it's definitely a mixture of a lot of that stuff. We, we love, you know, like when we were in LA and we were just kind of listening to everybody talk about what's going on in their life and little problems they have in production and, you know, like pet peeves about how workflows and all that stuff. Whenever we hear any of those things, um, you know, we're like, we're, we're writing that down in the back of our head because yeah. we want to yeah. solve, yeah. we, you know, we just, we want to solve the 3d professionals day to day problems to help them work faster. Um, mm-hmm. and, and do, better looking work even faster so that they could do with a lot of the stuff that I just talked about before so that they can have more money so that they could charge more so that they can hire help the, like whatever that is like mm-hmm. that that's our whole goal is to to do that 
So one is definitely listen to um, the audience. Number two is we we all also um, do a lot of work internally, right? So we're, uh, you know, Chad is in cinema making stuff, making beautiful things. Mm-hmm. He bumps into stuff all, uh, all the time. And he's, you know, if you know Chad, he's just like, he cannot stand a workflow yes. that is not efficient. Yeah. <laughs> and so... Yeah. Love it. So Chad's one of the best because he'll find something is like, look, I clicked that button twice, no more. Like we're we're gonna do it, or, or like mm-hmm. uh, even you know even little products or even uh, materials, which I'll talk about in a second. So that's number two is like we find workflow tweaks that we add into our own plugins and our own live the way we would design the library, the way that we let you drag and drop the materials onto your stuff rather than make Mm -hmm. you like snap it all together. Like a lot of other places, right? Like just Mm -hmm. that one save of a click or 18 clicks, we know just helps you even faster. So Mm -hmm. we're, we're like allergic to slow workflows. And anytime I see something, Chad sees something, Rachel sees something, Jake sees something, anyone in our, uh, our team or anyone that we see like hit that button twice too many times, we're like, we need to solve this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then, the other way we look at stuff to make, this is more in the materials and the assets and the HDRIs and the gobos and that side of things, which is what we've really been working a ton on lately, um, mm-hmm. is we look at kind of the two sides of 3D production. One is what are the materials that people just use every day that are mm-hmm. evergreen that we just need to nail and make the mm-hmm. best version of? So something mm-hmm. like our new wood collection is a good example. There's a lot of woods out there and we wanted mm-hmm. the best looking wood that you didn't have to snap together and put, you know, put the normal <laughs> map on and put all like we just want you it's there. We want you to to drag it on and use it. Yeah. So that we'll just call the like the evergreen how like you know, cements, wood. We have a collection I can't talk about that's in that zone that's coming out soon, <laughs> right? So that's like, that's the everyday stuff. And then mm-hmm. Chad's really great at this too is he spots the trends in 3D um, mm-hmm. uh, rendering and we mm-hmm. create unique packs that are on trend right now so that when your client is asking you for that terrazzo look or the mm-hmm. the tokyo neon look or whatever we now have collections spe- or, or car paint for example we have we now have specific collections that also are the best in class for those um those kind of like trends <laughs> right so mm-hmm. th- that's how we approach the asset side of this thing is from those two angles what are the things that will last in the collection for years and we mm-hmm. will just be the best at and then what are the on-trend things that we could help our customers get that look without having to start from scratch every time? Um, mm-hmm. So that's how we look at that. I'll, I'll add one more piece, which are things like uh, the Gobos or even like area mm-hmm. light maps. Gobos was one of those things that everybody saw in every render. And mm-hmm. like, if you're like me, you did the same thing I do, which is like, how do you do that? How do you do that yeah. look where it looks like the light's coming in the, um, the window and the trees kind of dappling on it just perfectly, right? Like, and I honestly, I I used to just put stuff in front of the light. Like, I would mm-hmm. just like that's I, what I did. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Like, that, yeah. That's how you do it in the real world. If if you want it to look yeah. like something's under a tree, you go get a tree model <laughs> from the mm-hmm. library and you stick it in front of there. So that works. Yep. But you lose a lot of control, and it also is not as realistic be, for a lot of reasons. Like, it's longer mm-hmm. to render, and now you have geometry in your scene you don't need. 
So Chad was like, let's build gobos that go directly on the lights that just mm-hmm. give you full control over that look and build it all in. So now it's not just a window. It's got little tree dappling on it and little depth of field uh, pieces on it or caustics built right in. So now you can just mm-hmm. put this on your octane light or your redshift light, your Arnold light, and it just works. So yeah. those are those things where we, you know, we see an opportunity of, okay, it's, it's a trend so we're going to make this easier to do. It mm-hmm. used to take a billion clicks to do for real, or yeah. you would have had to put the tree in front of the damn uh, light. So let's make, <laughs> right. let's make this easier for artists so that when their client asks for this look or when they want to do it, they're not spending all day on it. Mm-hmm. And then number two, let's, let's have it um, like the most beautiful ones, obviously, yeah. right? Like let's make sure when you drag these mm-hmm. on, you're like, oh, that looks incredible. So I said a lot of stuff there. That's kind of the 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 lens and how we look at this stuff in general is will it save our customers time and is it mm-hmm. beautiful? Man, if you if we could check both of those boxes, like we're mm-hmm. we're in a good spot when it comes yeah. to add adding new stuff to uh to plus. Yeah. Yeah, gotta, it, it adds so much. Oh, sorry. Go no, ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, it it just adds it just adds so much to the convenience. Um, we both just renewed our our subscriptions. We were in the middle of a project, and um, well, number one, uh, it's X big cell phone manufacturer. Yeah, that's all we can say. <laughs> but we were doing a spot, and the first thing that happened is they gave us some some resources, yeah. some some you know this is the uh, inspiration yeah yeah some assets and some inspirations and stuff and some cinema 4d files of course we open it and it's got all your stuff on it already (laughs) you know and and then number two on that uh you know you can all see our our inner michael scott coming out in the chat about the best looking wood but we did use the best looking wood in that spot and and it looked great and then we used the the gobos yeah i was like yeah, mm-hmm. I was like, well, we need a gobo. I need a gobo of a tree. And Matt's like, you know that's in there now. And I'm like, oh. Yeah. And I, and I hooked that up. <laughs> now, I was I was technically, like, the way I had it set up, I still had to do the thing where you pull it in the geometry, but I still used your file to do that mm-hmm. and do, like, a little tree thing in it and all that. And maybe Dude, it'll be on TV someday. I, like, those, <laughs> those are the stories we love hearing, right? Like, because we're a lot of times just behind a computer making stuff and we send it out. We think it's helpful. But then when we hear a story like that, we're like, all right, we're, this is what we're, this is exactly why we're doing it. And you, you Mm -hmm. reminded me of another thing, which is a lot. We're also getting a lot of stories like this where there's teams of people working and they Mm -hmm. all have plus, and now they can literally send stuff to each other with, without, Mm -hmm. without always having to package it all up and send Mm -hmm. all this data, just knowing that they have it on their computer, I have it on my computer. We mm-hmm. could send lightweight files a- around the studio, and if everyone has a, a Plus membership, we just open it, use it, save it, and move it around. Uh, we yeah, even yeah. have a Teams product where we allow you to put it on like a central server, and we, you know, you could mm-hmm. share assets in that way. Um, mm-hmm. So we ju- we just love hearing those stories where like that's exactly why we built all this so that. Someone could send you a file, you could open it up, and it's all just sitting there ready to go. Yeah. And I think sometimes people feel bad if they're not doing everything from scratch. And it's like, you shouldn't feel bad because, like, Mm -hmm. it's not that you can't do it. I could have opened Photoshop, and I could have found some trees online, and I could have cut them out, and I could have, you know, put a little mask in there and then saved the the PNG with an (laughs) alpha and done all that. Or I could just drag your thing in there and I shouldn't feel bad about that. Yeah. I mean, this is the ultimate, we, we, we talked about delegation, right? Like that's 
important. That's a lot of work to learn. Like I talked about, learn how to be a, a good manager and work with people. Mm-hmm. But you talk about the ultimate delegation. It's like you should yeah. spend your time working on, you know, the part of the scene that really needs your specific look, right? Like, and then do you really need to build the wood table from scratch? Like, or mm-hmm. can you, yeah. you or, or you could hire somebody to, to build it, but that's essentially what we're trying to be. We're trying to be the no brainer, uh, like attachment to your workflow. That's like, look, mm-hmm. there's some parts of this that I don't need to build from scratch. And odds are, if we do our job right, it's in the mm-hmm. Grayscale Gorilla Library. I'm just going to go find it and use it, tweak it if I need it to fit my exact yeah. color scheme, and move on mm-hmm. with my life and hit render and spend yeah. more time yeah. on the thing that the client cares more about, right? Because your yeah. client, if it's the cell phone, they're going to they're going to make sure that cell phone looks exactly perfectly and you guys will, you know, yeah. make sure that oh, happens. Yeah. But the table it's on and the and the background and the light mm-hmm. gobo, the thing that is going to make it look beautiful that you guys care about, we could help everybody solve that in a, and mm-hmm. save you time so you could do twice the amount of work and charge twice as much or or <laughs> go or go, yeah. you know, kiss the dog, whatever you want to do. You know, like right? that's our yeah. goal. Delegate your assets. <laughs> Hold on, I'm going to go change the website. Yeah. Delegate new, your assets. New slogan. <laughs> You can have yep. that one. And this was the this was the thing when I renewed my uh, my GSG Plus uh, subscription uh, a few months ago. You know, I posted this on Twitter, and you know, you guys saw it and whatever, and quoted it or whatever. But honestly, like I, uh, uh, Nick, you were nice enough to you know give us one year for free. You know, and I was like, all right, I'll see what this is about. You know. And so I went through and it became such an invaluable part of my everyday workflow that one, I was able to get rid of the bad subscription, the subscriptions of one of the other places that, you know, I didn't really like the owner, you know, I didn't like his politics or whatever. So I was able to get rid of that, you know, which was great. And, uh, uh, with the hub and being able to just download everything, it's like, this is an, it's a no brainer, you know, it's, it is, it is the easiest, you know, automatic subscription that I don't even, I, I don't even question, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, uh, that, that and I, like all the materials, you, all the materials, it's like, even if it's not exactly what I'm looking for, if I can find something close enough, I'm a smart enough guy to where I can make it look it's a base. exactly what I need, you know? Yeah. Hi, my name is Sashia Dumont. I'm a writer, actor, and filmmaker. Hi, my name is Paul Robinson. I'm a director, DP, and filmmaker. We are the creators and hosts of the Go Gorilla Filmcast, an online source for all things indie film. We are a husband and wife film team and co-owners of Send3 Productions, and we started this podcast for filmmakers like ourselves who were producing on micro budgets with Skeleton Crews. Go Gorilla is a weekly podcast that features various talents in TV, film, and web series productions. We've interviewed filmmaker powerhouses like Kestrin Pantera, Richard Raymond, Alex Ferrari, Cassandra Ebner, and Ryan Connolly. Amazing actors like Hannah Ward, Lou Taylor Pucci, Chris Wataski, and Eileen Gruba. Groundbreaking cinematographers like Jody Lee Lipes and Jessica Lee Gagne, and many more. We also offer weekly reviews of our favorite films and shows, which vary from low-budget first-time filmmakers to A-listers and everyone in between. Go Gorilla is proud to announce that we have officially joined the MoGraph Podcast Network. So if you love filmmaking as much as we do, tune in every Sunday for a new episode of the Go Gorilla Filmcast. Your, your source, source for, for all things indie film. film. Now available on the MoGraph Podcast Network. Yeah, that 
thank you for that, by the way. And I, I, uh, I appreciate that. Your, your comment was extra um, perfect because when we set out to build plus two years ago, and maybe I said this in, in Twitter, I literally wrote on the board. I was like, we want to be the no brainer uh, membership. We want people mm-hmm. to pick what DCC they're using, right? You pick cinema mm-hmm. 4d. We want you to pick what render you're using. And then we want you to maybe you need something like a, a model or a turbo squid. And then we want to be right there. That is like, okay, now what? Well, you got to add mm-hmm. lights to it. You got to add materials to it. You're going to have gobos. You're going to have HDRI light. You have HDRIs, like all this stuff. We want to be the no brainer. So when you literally wrote no brainer, I was like, all right, I think we're on. Yeah, <laughs> we did it, guys. It was, it's yep. super helpful to <laughs> hear right, it we from can, artists. We'll call it quits now. <laughs> well, yep, that's yeah, it. Right. No, it, it actually <laughs> confirms like we have so much stuff coming out this year um, that because of this, like we, we see artists use this every day. And so now like our mission has been confirmed. Like we just want to pile up so much amazing stuff in this membership mm-hmm. so that next time you do reach for you know, something maybe that we don't have that it's there, you know, like that mm-hmm. is really the goal to, to even look at, like you mentioned, some of the other material uh, places that are not memberships, you know, a lot of the other mm-hmm. places are like charge you per credit and go through all this stuff. We want our customers to just have it ready to go without having to worry mm-hmm. about credits, without having to worry about mm-hmm. all that stuff, put it on your hard drive so that when your clients like, you know, uh, when you're, 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 uh, uh, timelines getting short or your budget's getting short or your clients getting loud, we could save your butt and you could just start using this mm-hmm. stuff. That's the yep. whole goal. Yeah. I appreciate that guys. That's always cool to, cool to hear that <laughs> from, from, you know, from artists doing this every day. That's, and that's yeah. really our mm-hmm. customers is somebody like you that is, um, out there doing work, making, mm-hmm. you know, making money and building a career out of this. So we love hearing Has that. Is there ever, has there ever been any talks among the group about like uh uh going on to other DCCs, you know? Yeah, we I don't know if that's if we've or if into it's it. just like yeah. We've looked into it, you know, because it used to be that everyone picked their 3D package and then they just did nothing else, right? Like 10 years yeah. ago, you you were like, yeah. okay, am I am I going to mm-hmm. use cinema or 3ds max or this other one and then you picked it and then you uh honestly because it was kind of expensive uh way more expensive than it is now you really couldn't jump around other places right right, what we're seeing um and you know talking to artists like you guys and and our uh, plus members we're seeing a lot more of our customers jump between different packages so Mm -hmm. maybe that's blender coming in um and, and filling out a, a portion of maybe the modeling world that's a little bit easier in Blender. I, it, that's what it feels like. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's mm-hmm. Houdini, or maybe it's 3ds Max, or uh, other parts of the world are starting to overlap. A, because mm-hmm. it all got less expensive. We can now jump mm-hmm. around and get memberships to everything. And two, yeah. because um, we're just seeing like not one piece of software can do it all. Uh, right. People are jumping around and pulling out the best piece of this and the best piece of this and going to Unreal for this and going to Houdini for this. And so we definitely have thought about it. Our our mission is to help where where our audience is. So we actually gotcha. we actually um we might be doing like a, an email soon. So if you're a plus member, keep an eye out. We're gonna do like a survey soon and try to get some more uh internal info for you guys and see what other tools you're using. And we might 
yeah, we're, we're definitely looking into what that other platform or maybe multiple platforms could be in the future. Cause we want, we want to be there where our customers are working. And tell us about your discord too. Yeah. A new discord. Oh yeah. All right. Uh, the disc. So we've had a Slack channel for many years. Um, and if you were, if you ever purchase anything, Grayscale Gorilla, you could come join our Slack channel. And honestly, it was, it was really robust. A lot of people were in there using it for a long time. And then somewhere in the last couple of years, a couple things happened. I think Slack way, one thing is it got too big. <laughs> Slack mm-hmm. really is not designed to handle that many people. And yeah. it's not easy to thread things and things mm-hmm. just kind of disappear and get lost. And then and number it's expensive if you try and do all those members, oh like, my you can't gosh. pay for all those members. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like ten bucks a yeah. person if we wanted to yeah. have a real paid for Slack and search and all that. Yeah. And then number two is Discord showed up. Like Discord just took over so many of these spaces. It's easier yeah. to use in a lot of ways. Um, it's a little bit more nimble. You can jump in and out of it a little bit easier. And for big communities, it's just built better for big communities. So uh, mm-hmm. we launched our discord. Oh gosh. It's, it hasn't been that long. Um, and it's, and, and you're invited. <laughs> like if you, mm-hmm. if you are a, well, let me say this. You're not invited yet. If you are a <laughs> professional, if you are a 3d professional or you want to be a 3d professional and learn from people who do this for a living, who learn the tricks to work faster, to make more beautiful renders for clients, come join the discord because mm-hmm. what's really cool right now is people are answering each other's questions. People are um, starting uh, like threads of, you know, um, hardware or software or even techniques in, in uh, production on all this stuff. So if you like the stuff we're talking about here today, come join the discord because we're talking about, you know, obviously 3d, but we also are, we have like discussions about burnout and we have discussions about how to talk to clients, how to get paid more, some of the business side of things. So if that stuff interests you, then you're invited. Come join the discord. You do not have to be a Grayscale Gorilla plus member. This is open to the 3d community as a whole, mm-hmm. but we do ask that you read our rules. You don't be a ding dong, sure. you know, you, yeah. you, 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 number one, <laughs> number one, don't yeah. be a ding dong. Number two, yeah. uh, read the rules and, and also get ready to participate. You know, um, like I said earlier, get your hands dirty. If you see a question that can be answered, uh, answer it. We're really trying to build a community where we can all, uh, help each other work faster and learn these little tips and tricks from each other so that we're all not starting from scratch on all this stuff. So please come check it out. Uh, usually, we have like a link and all that stuff. But I think if you go to our website, you could search Grayscale Gorilla Discord. Um, and I'm sure if you go to our social media and stuff, we have links out there as well. We're going to be doing a live show this week, uh, Thursday, inside the Discord. So if you're a member cool. Ooh, or cool. um, you haven't joined yet, come on in. We're going to be doing a, a live show. Um, uh, I don't know the exact time, but come in and check it out Thursday evening, I think it is. Hope to see you in there. Is it just in the Discord? This live show will be only in the Discord. Yep. Okay. Yep. Okay, this will be our cool. first one so, in there. Cool. I am, so it's kind of that function where you can kind of do like almost like uh, Clubhouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, people can. Exactly. Yeah. I think we're cool. doing uh, like a Hangout Clubhouse kind of thing. Cool. It's funny. Cool. The other day, uh, I'm on the the GSG Slack, you know, 
and I saw <laughs> Chad. Chad archi- archived this archive, uh, channel. Archive, archive. archive this channel. Archive this channel. It was really funny. <laughs> I've got 50 Slack notifications. Ah, <laughs> oh, what's going on? Oh, it's Chad. Chad. We're kicking you guys out. Everything. Yeah. We're kicking yeah. you guys out. Yeah, we're, you know, yeah. we're going to have that open just so people know where we all, where we are now. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, this is the transition. We've been doing the transition here for almost a month now. And uh, kind of February really is the end of our slack <laughs> so yeah uh, get over to the discord come say hi and uh mm-hmm. if, if you're a plus member we got extra fun little stuff there too and other things you could do you know discord's full of all those fun things you could do so come check it out hope to see you guys uh hope to see you guys in there come on by totally. totally yeah that was actually the last thing on my list is your live streams so so your your non-discord live streams do you have a regular schedule for that or is it just random or you know if we were playing the YouTube algorithm game a little bit better, we'd, we'd be on top of this, you know, and <laughs> mm-hmm. we'd have a, a perfect schedule and once a month or once a week, whatever. But honestly, the way that we see it is when there's something interesting to talk about, we, we go do a live show and it's mm-hmm. not always the, like I said, the best for YouTube to let everybody know. So the best thing you could do is, um, subscribe obviously on our YouTube that helps and you ring, ring the bell and do all the crap that, you know all the you, all the <laughs> smash that like and subscribe smash, smash the buttons and that'll <laughs> that'll just let you know when we're going live so because we don't have a schedule um mm-hmm. you, which you guys are on top of by the way you guys mm-hmm. are every every week it doesn't always equate to numbers <laughs> yeah well it's hard it's, consistency it's, is good though yeah it's, you know consistency it, it helps, helps especially in the in the youtube yeah. world but um yeah, I'll I'll just say when when there's something uh, of note and and you know me and Chad or or maybe there might be some other members of the team joining this year um, want to discuss something and think it's going to be helpful to the community, we'll do a live stream and those show up on YouTube and Twitch and uh, Facebook as well. Um, cool. So yeah, we don't really put a schedule on those. I just say subscribe if you're interested. We do uh, try to turn those into podcasts when we do them. Um, and put them mm-hmm. in our podcast feed. So if you are more of an audio person, I know you guys do that as well. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. And then I'll just say the Discord thing, I think it's going to be a little bit more casual and a little bit more mm-hmm. of like a like a clubhouse hangout kind of thing where um, maybe we have people up and ask questions directly on stage kind of thing like, um, mm-hmm. like Clubhouse does. So yeah. So the one uh, thing I've really yeah. enjoyed about our Discord is being able to just hop on, you know, be on video yeah. all day, you know. For the most part, Ours just isn't being able very to come pretty. in and come out. Yeah. <laughs> we kind of just soft launched it and we didn't really, we don't have any cool, like, we haven't even done, like, the category, you know, what is it, the badges. We haven't mm-hmm. done any of that. It's just like, come hang out with us on video. We're chilling and just doing work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, that, that's um, hopefully what we're going to have is the, um, when I say casual too, it's like, it, it's easier for us to just jump in and say, hey, what's everyone up to for, you know, a half hour mm-hmm. rather right. than, plan a show and like i think there's a, sp- a a place for that especially big announcements and other other things but i'm really looking forward to um and i know chad said this too uh, is like just hopping in being like what's what's going on or maybe there's mm-hmm. industry yeah. something happening in our industry we could just pop in and be mm-hmm. like what's what's everyone think of this thing <laughs> yeah. who did you know? max on by this week yeah yeah what's going yeah, on who's, who's get who's who's yeah. uh who's next it's um yeah yeah that's uh that's i'm excited for that so we're uh, we're pumped to have the Discord. Uh, please head on in. We're we're doing some other fun stuff in the future as well. Uh, I feel like I've said many times on this that I can't uh, say too much about it. But we just mm-hmm. have so many things planned this year. Uh, please come join the Discord. 
And uh, even if not, come subscribe on YouTube. That helps as well. Hey, I got one link real quick before we go to the drop. I'm just really excited about the Rococo Studio Beta. Nick, have you seen any Rococo stuff? Are you interested in any motion capture stuff or playing with it? It looks fascinating. I have not played with it personally, no. I'm I'm real excited about it because you know we're not really we haven't really messed with it a lot either, but mm-hmm. it it just sounds like it's getting to the point where it's not the frustration that it used to be. Right in motion capture, there's still a little bit of stuff you got to do, but we're gonna dip the toe in a little bit and yeah. s- and see. But I, I'm looking at this. It's uh, very article. expensive. Dip the toe in. <laughs> it is expensive. Dip the toe. What's in. it running? What's, a, what's a, like a a full suit and the full gloves on. and I think all that. Everything cost, yeah. costs like what four thousand dollars yeah 4k okay so but that's the suit and the gloves Gloves that do all the finger tracking the face yeah yeah. and then yeah so studio beta is supposed to have like a free tier now and some other stuff i'll put a link in the show notes you can see what they're what they're working on with their beta um i might i I think this is what's so great about tiktok is i might go live on tiktok Mm -hmm. and just mess with the gloves Mm -hmm. you know just have a camera behind me here while i'm messing around someone drops in and be like hey what's up it's 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 almost like discord Mm -hmm. you know hey i'm chilling trying to figure out how to get these gloves to do something yeah you know just say hi i if we if we did that on this stream i think people will be like what are you doing but tiktok is like not a big deal I see yeah. TikToks where no one's even in the room. I just scroll by and it's just an empty room. So I don't think people really care as much. It's just like, or or my my favorite on TikTok is the, um, you'll scroll past and it's a 3D printing that somebody's doing, but it's the middle of the night and it's screwed up. Yeah, and it's screwed and up. So it's just <gasps> like, it's all just strings yeah. everywhere. Yeah. And everybody in the comments, I, I swear people do it on purpose just mm-hmm. to get, yeah, just to get, yeah. But, uh, yeah. So, uh, you ready to talk about some NFTs? I guess so. (laughs) Matt's over it. it. All right. Let's do the drop. Here we go. The drop. Drop, drop. Is this the fucking mic? Drop. This is exactly what I should be doing. What's up and welcome to this week's episode of The Drop, your weekly source for all things NFT and crypto art, as well as upcoming drops. By notable people in the MoGraph industry, I'm Matt Milstead. Joining me as always is Dave Koss. And joining us this week from GrayscaleGorilla.com, Mr. Nick Campbell. What's up, guys? Um, let's get into the actual drops for this week. Um, uh, Nifty Gateway, I still hate all your marketing. You need to get better <laughs> at marketing. This is just Ahead me personally. Like... Honestly, advanced marketing. Yeah, like uh, whoever the marketing person is there needs to get fired. <laughs> it's so oh, bad. Matt, it's dang. so bad. Throw it shade right away. Like, You're like I, the, the 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 I should not have to work hard in order to show people who is being dropped on the week. You know, yeah, I should yeah, that, not that have sense. to work hard to show people artwork that I that they are trying to sell. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's like yeah, it's they like, should be promoting. They've tried, what's it, coming. they've tried to create this lure around all the art pieces, and it's <laughs> just not working from a marketing standpoint. Anyway, with that said, I have like four <laughs> drops this week on Nifty because I couldn't find half the people doing drops. You know, or people just don't care enough to post it on their Twitter. You know, I don't know. That should tell you something. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 
So what what are they promoting? I, I just I, I guess I start every episode of the drop with me just complaining about Nifty Gateway. <laughs> Eventually the they'll see it's it been for the past month. You know, mm-hmm. like I, just something yeah. as simple as okay, here are the things of the drop of the week, which they have. Just being able to click on them and being able to see those people's like those the that artist work. You want to know what's coming yeah. out? Instead of Gotta having to physically go and search for it. You know, finding out whether they're even on the site or not. If they're not, then I got to go to Twitter. It's like, you guys are just causing me a lot of work. And I'm doing free advertising <laughs> for you. See, they hmm. got to they gotta get rid of the clicks. Yeah. They got to get rid of the clicks, right? Yeah. Yeah. Less clicks. clicks. Less clicks. Yeah. yeah. I should go talk to Crypto.com and be like, hey, you want to be our exclusive, you know, drop <laughs> person? We will only talk about your drops. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Crypto.com, contact me, Matt at MoGraph.com. We'll we'll, we'll talk, we'll talk. (laughs) Schmoozy Matt kicking in. They got that Super Bowl money, Matt. You can... uh, I know, right? Yeah. I know, dude. Yeah. We could eventually have that Grayscale money if they sponsored us. (laughs) Oh, wait, 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 what? Let's go. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) All right, so uh, first up uh, today is uh, Exulo. Uh, Exulo is a cool artist. They've been around for a while in this space. I believe they've done several drops on Nifty Gateway. Um, really pretty stuff. I love the colors. I think the blues and pink blues and pinks have always been very popular. Like I think when people think about like, you know, like say 2016 to 2025, that's what I'm going to say. That's what I'm going to say when it's going to end. When people think about design, 3D design at that time, they're going to think pinks and uh, pinks and blues. You know, oh, it's the blue and pink era. It's the blue and pink era. You know, right. yeah, one hundred percent. That's a, it's a pretty <laughs> piece. Um, Exulo has um, some more pieces that they have dropped on Nifty Gateway. So if you're interested in checking out some of their work, you can do that. Um, next one that I've got is on the fourth. Sophia the robot. Um, here's what's interesting about this. So you know, you got y'all know Sophia the robot, right? It's the one, uh, uh, it, Dave. If you could click on Sophia the robot on the Twitter, uh, uh, sure uh, icon, sure, that'd sure. be awesome. Uh-huh. So this is like that oh, robot. Yes. Yeah, y'all, y'all know the Sophia one that the said robot. Kill all humans. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah. So I think they're just like feeding it AI and stuff like that, you know, and then it's producing art from it. A lot of people are doing this. Um, I, I think it's weird that they're just having this robot do it, you know. But this is not the first drop that Sophia has done for nifty gateway you gotta so gamify it you, you gotta know? gamify it yeah oh. so um this is another one that they're doing i'm assuming it's on like uh uh pre what's the what's the word pre-human whatever the cave paintings and stuff so prehistoric oh, oh. Prehistoric. prehistoric yeah i guess prehistoric yeah. art and stuff like that yeah 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 so uh, that's on the 4th. On the 5th, uh, there's a couple of drops. The first one is by Justin Graphics. Uh, this is uh, uh, their drop called Eternal. Um, I, I think it's really pretty. I like the uh, the composition and stuff like that. You know, really pretty. Uh, yeah, nature scenes and stuff. Uh, next up is Snuffy on uh, the 5th. Uh, Ooh, that's interesting. Yeah. Interesting looking stuff. You know, clay renders. Classic clay renders and stuff. Snuffy NYC. The Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> I don't the know. Ugh. The Ugh. The Ugh. Yep. There you go. So Get you some Ugh. There you go. 
love it. That's what's dropping on Nifty Gateway. Um, let's move over to Maker's Place. Uh, there's a couple of good drops there. On the first tomorrow, we've got uh, Peter Morbacher, I believe, Morbacher. Um, this is, I, I really love the looks of these like i this I think one is these called are, renewed growth yes yeah i think renewed these are growth. these paintings i'm not 100 percent sure i didn't do a lot of uh yeah <laughs> newest paintings from the angelarium Co- collective or collection so really oh, pretty, pretty stuff i like yeah. seeing i like seeing not just you know lately i've really enjoyed seeing not just mograph artists uh doing drops and stuff like that but also like physical painters and like ar- yeah. different artists and stuff like that yeah. it's been very cool you know cuz uh yeah there's a there's a lot of really bad crap out there so <laughs> yeah <laughs> um next up uh you've got uh pascal blanche uh doing a drop on the second i love this this is so this pretty. is great this yeah is great. like these illustrations and here. stuff like that are super cool blends two uh 3d and 2d disciplines into a whole new unique style which i think is super super awesome that's Ooh. really pretty stuff right there there we go yeah oh here's some others cool yeah is yeah. that mandalorian what was that no Looks like mandalorian <laughs> mandalorian inspired oh i like I those which one right there kind of yeah yeah good looking stuff (laughs) so that's on the 2nd of february um groundhog day you know as everyone knows um and then groundhog day (laughs) as everyone knows as everyone um and then on the third alan bolton is doing a drop um called the rebirth collection Uh, i thought this one was cool it it felt like a a mix between like if you were to if if uh if blake catherine and uh bill ellis were to have a baby and they were to be an yeah, artist. This I is what it would look like, I think. You know? Yeah. Get them golden so, skulls and them mix golden them with skulls the, and the, the, the pretty, pretty in- environments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Soundscapes so, and... What do you call them? 360 sca- There's There's a there's a the, name for it. The for turn, turntable? Oh, I don't know what hers are. I think there's a name yeah. for that kind of style. It's pretty stuff. It's, it's uh, cool looking stuff. Yeah. So yeah. that's it. What I, all I've got as far as the big drops and stuff. Um, I don't think we have any community drops. We really have any community drops today. That's okay. There's you know? not, there was a Gas lot. Gas prices week, are down think, so. right now. So, you know. Good time to mint. Good time to mint. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And Nick, last time you were on was, I think, right after the Beeple sale and before <laughs> the like January, February explosion. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. like, yeah, you know what? Like, there's so a lot's happened since then. Like, what do you think about everything going on in the in in, in this space? In the, in the space, I think it's yeah. in this space. I, I think it's endlessly fascinating. I think I said this last time. Like, seeing a new place for 3D artists to uh, flex and mm-hmm. potentially make money and to mm-hmm. have an outlet and like that is all 100 percent good. Like for me, mm-hmm. I, I, that's the biggest, most exciting part of it. So, um, you know, I, I got into this kind of by accident from Beeple, you know, mm-hmm. I think like most of us, you're like, oh, Beeple's mm-hmm. doing one of these NFT yeah. things. <laughs> that was like, Beeple's my friend. I'll buy something. Sure. Yeah. That was right. It was process. Yeah. It was literally like, you know, during COVID, a lot of friends had like albums they recorded and, and, uh, another mm-hmm. friend of mine did, um, like physical paintings and I bought one of theirs and like it was just this awesome way for like okay people are at home 
and I want to support them. And they, they decided to go make something in the world. I respect that. I want to, I'll, I'll buy it. So I kind of thought mm-hmm. of it like that. Like my buddy Beeple's going to make a, put a piece of art for sale and it's a yeah. dollar. I'm going to go get one of these. Yeah. And, uh, and, and then, you know, we all know what happened after that. It's like, okay, yeah. everything got crazy <laughs> there. And for me, it's just anything new like that. It's fascinating. And, and, and I can only like watch something for so long before I want to like get my hands dirty and mm-hmm. start to like learn the other side of this. You know, I, so mm-hmm. I collected some beeples. I collected some of my other 3d friends art and little, you know, fun stuff I saw. And then yeah. in February I did, um, uh, I put out two pieces on foundation just to mostly like learn about it and see what it felt like from the other side, from the artist's point of view. And mm-hmm. that may have been around when last we talked. Uh, and since then mm-hmm. it's just been nonstop fascination in the whole space. So I, I, I did a deep dive in DeFi and uh, you know, web three and, uh, half uh-huh. my phone calls are with friends learning how to do manifold contracts and all this craziness, mm-hmm. right? Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm in it, and I I think it's fascinating. Um, again, mostly from the the 3D artist point of view, but also just as what this might become in in the world. So, um, yeah, I know this this podcast more about NFTs, but I think there's this crypto stuff just fascinating. So, uh, frankly, I kind of. I should have went to more of the events, you know, like uh, I missed out on the NYC um, yeah. uh, NFT mm-hmm. and uh, uh, Art Basel or Basel, whatever they call that thing. Mm-hmm. And so um, this summer I be, I decided like, I just want to, I want to do a project. So uh, I minted uh, and put out my own project on foundation uh, over the last uh, month. I think it started January 1st. That was fun to to kind of learn about that from the artist point of view and and uh, talk to talk to the collectors and and that whole thing. Um, it's all been fascinating. Like I I've I've um, I I it's but it's goddamn too much. It's like it's too much it's, to, yeah. to to understand. <laughs> every time every day I wake up, there's eight other projects that a friend of mine knows about that I have yep. no clue is even happening. So. Yep. Um, it, it's it's fascinating. I, yeah. I, I didn't think I realized that uh, you actually have on uh, on foundation. <laughs> you've got the first grayscale gorilla tutorial up. <laughs> yeah, this was so. This was <laughs> something I experimented with. I think it was February, and so I put up. Um, and if and I actually. Oh, he listed it at 40 ETH. I did not list it at 40 ETH. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, I see. I see. Yeah. So that's funny. Emirate uh, collected it. He's a great artist himself. He does the, the toy oh, yeah. faces. Oh, and, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So he he grabbed it. Um, and so that was kind of my experiment. I put up the very first Grayscale Gorilla tutorial on the very first shiny sphere render I've ever done in Cinema 4D. And that was out in, in public and, and sold those. And that was so fascinating learned so much from that. Um, and then that's what ever since then, I've always wanted to do another project. Um, that was more like a, a modern render, something I would have made this year. And so that's when the gorillas project, um, mm-hmm. was kind of born, built it over the summer and, and, um, finally had time to mint it and really talk about it, uh, early this year. And mm-hmm. that project was fascinating because there were nine gorillas. You can, you could, um, uh, collect they were all collected in in a day like the the reserve price was met and that it did an auction on foundation 
and mm-hmm. all nine of them are collected by nine unique owners, which I'm really proud That's of. That's cool. That's really, super cool. And a lot of yeah. them are, you know, um, long, long-term Grayscale Gorilla fans and uh, mm-hmm. just, you know, uh, even friends of mine that wanted to be a, a part of the collection. And then just recently I announced I'm, I'm going to do phone calls with everybody who's a collector. So I've been re- meeting some of the people I don't know. That's cool. Uh, through Zoom and through Google Meet calls. And that's been really fun too. So mm-hmm. uh, like, like I said on the last podcast uh, with you guys, like I can't I can't sit on the sidelines for too long. I mostly learn by like doing and and creating mm-hmm. and getting my hands dirty. So um it's been it's been fascinating as from the artist side to go make that collection and and uh, mm-hmm. kind of go through all of this stuff, the emotions of it, and watching a piece maybe go for more than you thought, and ma- watching right. another piece go for less than you thought it would, and and uh, it's it was been fascinating, and we raised a ton of money for uh, a charity as well, which was really great. I was gonna say that's yeah, yeah. like adding on to that the 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 charity aspect of it is it was fantastic, really cool of you, yeah. Um, question for you has this explosion of nft uh space uh uh changed at all the momentum or the thoughts in which grayscale gorilla because you you're creating you know assets and things for people to be able to use in this 3d space has any of that like kind of like changed course for you guys on certain things or thoughts or like how do we incorporate incorporate this you know or how do we help artists i don't know yeah i i don't know if it would other than maybe um the 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 stuff that we make um or like for our collections may have shifted slightly but not really you know like Mm -hmm. um you know, we we still think about about the same thing. Like, what are the what are the things that artists need every day that they can pull mm-hmm. from the library, and then what is on trend that we can make? And if if the NFT stuff, like maybe our neon collection is is a, an example where sure um, the, the the look of like mm. dystopian Tokyo nighttime futuristic yeah. thing that may have been pulled a little bit from the NFT world, like may have been pushed a little bit from that uh, vibe probably influenced a little bit of why we made that neon collection. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, But in general, that's just all we're doing. Like wherever the 3d space goes, uh, we look at it and try to build things that artists use every day. So that, that could be a part of it. We don't, we don't look at it specifically like, okay, what's the, what's the killer NFT trend that we want to jump on. But we -hmm. look at it from the artist's point of view. If there's something that, um, that we see artists need every day. We want to we want to not just make that collection just to throw it in there, but we actually want to make the best in class version of it and put mm-hmm. it in on their hard drive so that they could use it in the next project. Yeah, Chad's yeah. going to be watching those NFTs for those trends. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Like I, I think <laughs> what it, what's really interesting is so you so trends are driven from the artists, right? Like. It's mm-hmm. this really subtle push and pull between what's popular, what clients are asking for. And, and sometimes it's like clients asking for the same thing over and over again that pulls a trend. But now that we're in an NFT world, it's, it's a, li- a lot more artist-driven that an artist will put uh, something very unique out that is, that is really them. And then, of course, other people go, how did they do that? And I want to emulate it and learn how to, 
how to how to do it or or then the clients start asking for it because it's such a look you know like oh mm-hmm. how do you how do you get that uh clay look like you mentioned earlier so mm-hmm. um as far as our products you know we we um we just want to serve the artist wherever the artist is working so if that's mm-hmm. architectural visualization or product viz or motion design like we just keep an eye on all those um uh trends in those in those places and then like i said earlier like try to give you the the basics the woods the cements the the bricks mm-hmm. that that are best in class or give you the more uh, uh, on on brand on trend stuff the terrazzos the neons mm-hmm. the uh, those kind of things so yeah um yeah i'm, I, I'm I excited recently... to see though what the what the nft stuff pulls in as far as like new ideas and new mm-hmm. new uh new looks sorry yeah. I, I recently no no you're fine um, I recently, you know, I posted a, a new piece that I did on foundation a couple months ago, which is still available in case anyone wants to pick it up. <laughs> um, uh, but literally like probably 85% of the materials that I started with were GSG materials, you know, which was, which was great. You know, yeah, it was, it was great yep. to be able to start with that and then manipulate them as I need be. No, that's, that's perfect. And that's, that's why we, that's why we created this stuff. But like you said mm-hmm. uh, earlier too. Maybe it's close and you want to tweak it like it, we mm-hmm. at least bring it in and tweak it your way, you know, rather than, yeah. you know, the last thing I want to see is like a like a, a somebody open up the node manager for a material from scratch and like go bit by bit. Sometimes you need to do that. Yeah. You know, sometimes yeah. you need to match yeah. a perfect thing your client sends you. But for a lot of that stuff, we want you to be able to pull one in and m- massage it to what you want. Uh, without having to start from scratch it's like having a good scene file starter um that i i, mm-hmm. I don't think i've ever opened a new yeah. cinema 4d blank in years right like i've mm-hmm. replaced the new dot c4d with something that gives me a background and an octane's turned on and everything's dialed in and it's mm-hmm. a square scene instead of a, a 16 yeah. by 9 s- scene mm-hmm. you know figure those things out as as an artist set that stuff up so you can get get to work next time you open your cinema rather than like set up your workspace every time. Right. 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 Who have you been following and, and or collecting? Like who are your favorites right now? Oh gosh. I would like get my wallet out. (laughs) (laughs) Um, gosh. So which, which, which do you think are like sleeper ones? Like, Oh, people need to pick up this one. You know what I thought would do really well and and didn't was the uh the Gvols Devols project. So it's like those those like those like little cherubs with the masks over their face. You seen okay. those floating around? I haven't. No. I haven't seen that. So I there's so many. I love there's the, so many. I think it I, I I never know how this stuff's pronounced, you know, because you just read mm-hmm. it in a Discord, but I think right. it's Gvols. Oh, okay. I something see them. Like yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have Gvols, a, yeah. I've got a few yeah. of those crazy little characters. Um, I just, I love the art on those. I love, they're a little yeah. punk rock and a little, little ridiculous. Uh, I thought those would be um, kind of a bigger thing, especially as a PFP project. Um, yeah. And then Dave, I put it in the chat if you want to bring it Oh, up. cool. Oh yeah. 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 You know, and then, you know, I got the, I got the Beeple stuff. I was proud to get yeah. some early Beeple stuff. And uh, how many pieces of his do you own? Uh, there's three right now. Cool. So I may have to, do one of your, one of your uh, uh, ideas there, and maybe sell one one of these days. But yeah. I don't know. I just to be in an early <laughs> Beeple is really really fun. Uh, my buddy just mentioned uh, Doodle Dogs. He's like he's pumped about it because he's like there's no dog projects. 
and I'm like, I'm a dog. I'm a dog well, owner. I love dogs. So uh-huh. I'm like, maybe I'll get a, maybe maybe a little doodle dogs. Kind of okay. silly, but kind of. Dorpy does have a dog project. He out. does. Just like, just Dorpy, <laughs> Dorpy is actually not real. You may need to get one of these doodle dogs, Dorpy. One of them yeah. looks. You know, they don't. I have like a mostly like black fur dog, and there's doodle dogs. I, I gotta say, they don't have a lot of black fur dogs. Mm. Well, I wish they did. But if you want to want, if you want one that looks like Dorpy, you may you may want to check the doodle dogs out. Um, All right. All right. And then doodle I got uh, I jumped yeah. into the Gary V train mostly because I think Gary's. Oh yeah, insane and crazy, and I think he's a long-term mm-hmm. actor in this world. He's you know of all the people who might show up for the money and disappear, I don't think Gary's one of those. Whatever you think about Gary, he's just been a long-term player in, in this space. So mm-hmm. that's been exciting to to do that and think about maybe going to his event and all that. Which people will be there? I just found out. I'm super excited. Yeah. Maybe see him. Um, here's the here's the doodle dogs right here. <laughs> oh yeah, see, get some doodle dogs. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, other than Dorpy's project is called is called uh, Dead Dogs. De- it's Dead Dogs right. with a five right. instead of an S. <laughs> yeah. Where can I get a dead He's dog? He's got two babe. so far. I need to mint them. I should actually legit. Somebody on TikTok asked if we could legit mint them, um. and I was like, all right, maybe we'll do that. <laughs> you know, maybe we'll do that. We'll see. Uh, the rest yeah. has been a lot of you know friends and and you know uh, I, I got a G Monk and um, cool. You know, just people in the industry when they drop something that looked cool uh, i grab them i don't have it all in front of me i wish um uh, another time i'll open it up and do it but when 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 uh industry friends made something i tried to pick it up sometimes i couldn't a lot of times uh yeah uh like i actually i don't know how to say his last name is joe riba or joe reba you know his Mm -hmm. stuff Mm-mm. He's been Mm-mm. he's been posting some really like abstracty MoGraph awesome stuff and just putting it on foundation like almost like his dailies. And every time I see one, I'm like, man, I got to get one. Man, I got to get one. Yeah. And then I and then I'd see one I loved. I'd go grab it. Somebody else would would you know triple bid me and move it up. Finally yeah. got one of his. Love his work. He's he's kind of like treating this almost. I don't want to put words in his mouth, but I, I love how he's like built building a new vibe. You could see him evolve, I guess. You could see his style and his and his vibe evolve every week. And he mm-hmm. almost is mm-hmm. like the perfect example of somebody who would have just put something on Instagram a year, two years ago. And instead, right. he just literally puts it on foundation. Never, and yep. it's always like 0.1 ETH or something. And mm-hmm. people grab it if they love it. And I just, I love that about his work. Yeah. Um, th- and those are the ones I try to try to look into and, and try to grab. Yeah. Oh boy! Oh boy! Look who's Speaking here. of, <laughs> hey y'all! Heard you were talking about me, but uh, I was a little nervous because I heard there was going to be a gorilla on the show. But uh, <laughs> I guess that's not the case, so so that's good. I guess you guys did your job on your um, gorilla marketing. Oh gosh! Oh boo! Boo! Where's the downvote button? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Of course, of course, you know, I don't really need grayscale gorilla. I just need regular gorilla because I can only see grayscale anyway. <laughs> All right, that I'll give you two points on that one. Two points. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nick, I heard that you're going to Colorado pretty soon to see EJ. Make sure you tell Gus that I said hi, Gus the Pug. Mm-hmm. And uh, speaking of gorillas, I'm working on a new NFT in remembrance of uh, Harambe. 
Okay. Not to get all political, but he was a friend of mine because we worked out at the same jungle gym. Oh, my God. (laughs) Anyway, I got to go. I got some water boiling in the other room. I'm going to make some tea. Earl Greyhound. Oh, my gosh. So bad. (laughs) Okay, bye. Dorothy, as soon as you left, I felt the weight of the world fall <laughs> off of my shoulder. You either love him or you hate him. I, right? you know, Earl, Earl Greyhound. <laughs> not the word. That's pretty good. Yeah. I got to yeah, I gotta, no, no, I gotta give credit. Gus shout out. <laughs> uh, shout out. Miss you, Gussie. The, Miss you, Gussie. The dad jokes. That's What's funny. everyone's like dog Gus. voice when you see a, like a new dog, dog park? You okay. got a dog voice? So, <laughs> so. Um, our, so we had, we had a, uh, uh, my dog pixel, right. Um, who was a, uh, a golden doodle. She was a straight, uh, straight haired golden doodle. And I absolutely loved her. Uh, unfortunately she ate a bunch of socks and may she rest away. in peace. Yeah. Oh, so, but her, her voice was, Hey guys, how's oh, it going? Yeah. What's going on guys? And, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> Because, you know, she would always talk, but like that became like my dog voice. And now, but I feel guilty because we have a new dog now uh, uh, named George <laughs> Bailey, you know, and uh, uh, <laughs> I, I always feel bad, like using that same using voice the- with George Bailey. So um, uh, it started off being George Bailey from, you know. Uh, from It's a Wonderful Life, you know, it's yeah. a very interesting situation. Oh, situation. Mary, you know, Mary. stuff like that. You want the moon, Mary? But then I didn't feel like I George Bailey, like, really fit that voice. Like, he never actually grew into it. Um, mm. uh, so recently I've been doing, like, a a southern, a, like, a southerner voice. Like, hey, guys, how's it going? <laughs> you know, stuff like you that. You sound like the guy from South Park. Maybe, yeah. You know? <laughs> What's well, his this, name? This is a very interesting situation. <laughs> I don't know. You're the guy from so that, South Park that is in It's a Wonderful George Life. George Bailey's voice, you know? Yeah. Mr. <laughs> what's, Garrison. What's yours, yeah. Nick? <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I think that's another way to look at it, like what your dog's voice is. I just, I, I fall into like, <laughs> like, um, like I'm talking to a, like a baby every time there's a, mm-hmm. like a dog around. Like, yeah. Who's the baby? Who's my big baby? <laughs> He's my baby, my little duty. I've come out of booty. We all turned into that person for some reason. I forget. Like, like, I forget. I'll be on like a Zoom call, and it's like you know, slightly professional here, guys. And then here's my dog. Uh, booty. I come out of right. booty. <laughs> oh man! So Sarah funny. says it sounds like the creepy guy from Family yeah. Guy. Hey guys, hey, they mostly on. <laughs> Haven't seen the paper boy in a while. <laughs> Wait, don't to bring me some good news. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, it does sound like the, the ice cream guy. So. Then you get the lisp in there like that. Yeah. Oh, it's funny. That's funny. Oh, uh, we are off the rails. Yeah. <laughs> Any right. other NFT things we want to talk about? Yeah. I don't know. Oh my. <sighs> how's how's everyone feeling it. with the uh, with the uh, you know the 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 price drops and everything? How's everyone? Like Oof. part part of me That's was like good, okay I good, bought good question. I, like part of me was like everything's on sale and part of me is like oh no what is ha- like what's happening what, how do you guys it's, t- picture so it? yeah. it, what's interesting is like so say the floor so this is what I was thinking right 
ETH is down, right? It's 2600 bucks at the moment. Mm-hmm. So you could go and buy some ETH as, as long as you're not buying it with ETH that you already have that you paid more for, you know, if right. you're like new transferring. ETH. Yeah. If you're getting new ETH and buying it with that, and even if the floor stays the same, as long as the price of ETH is going up, if you sell it for the same amount of ETH, you're still making money, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. I don't know. Buy yeah. the dip. Buy the dip. Buy the dip. <laughs> and the chips keep, keep buying the dip keep buying the dip eventually you'll run out of money chips. and then you can't buy the dip anymore <laughs> yeah that was my problem True. <clears throat> yeah i definitely uh grab some more stuff on the on the sale we'll yeah. see if yeah. we'll see if it translates into the future but uh yeah it it's been it's i i'm i'm glad we're still like a year and a half out basically i kind of think of like people's first drop is like when all this stuff came into view for yeah. me at least, you know? So like Same. almost a year and a half later, we're the, 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 we're still here talking about it and there's something mm-hmm. interesting to say. So I, I, I'll, I'm finding it endlessly fascinating. I'll go down any rabbit hole. Anyone sends me. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, and now that everything's on sale, let's go, let's go grab some, yep. uh, doodle dogs. Yeah. Get some, some more. Tea. <laughs> buy some more buy some more eth and and crypto tokens and yeah honestly i don't feel really bad about what i'm holding mm-hmm. right now because it, i would feel a little more nervous if everything weren't bad but yeah, the stock yeah, markets yeah. and everything stock market, like it's all that all of it's down yeah so, so i yeah like yeah like dave said i i don't feel bad about it because you know, eventually that stuff's going to go back up. You know, like it wasn't that, oh, promises were not met by Ethereum or some of these other coins or whatever. It's like, right. no, everything's just down. That's just the right. way it is right now. You know, if the stock market was going all the way up and ETH was tanking, then yeah. we would probably be a little more nervous, right? It's, it's I know because I would. everyone was selling off their ETH in order to pay off all those taxes. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, I think it's taxes. taxes. I, some of it is tax, but there's also ding dongs like leveraged out. You know, like not just in crypto, but you know, in the stock. Every, everything went up almost straight up for two years in the in the stock mm-hmm. market. So everyone's yeah. like, new people are like, oh, I'll just uh, get a loan and throw it all into whatever because it all goes yeah. up. And so you, yeah, you see, you see a ten twenty percent pullback anywhere, and so now you got. I think a little bit of taxes. I think that's a smart thing to, to to add on top of this. But I think mostly you get a bunch of people who are like leveraged out that are like, oh, S, I got to sell some stuff to mm-hmm. pay off my loan and and not be underwater. So, yeah. of course, what are they going to sell? What, what's up? Like, okay, everything's up, but crypto's way up at the time. Yeah. So, like, they're going to mm-hmm. start selling. That push push pushes everything down. Um, yeah. I, I don't see a fundamental super shift in any of this. Um, I just think we're, I mean, I, I think we're still super early days, obviously in mm-hmm. the crypto yeah, NFT agreed. world, who knows, mm-hmm. there might be a bubble. We might have a four year dip for everything. You know, we may, we may go through, you know, the web, uh, bubble for crypto, mm-hmm. but right. I, I, I just think it's so fundamentally a part of the future. I don't know if people be buying apes forever in the, in the future, but mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. this tech, I, 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 it seems that this it will find a home in what we are a part of in the next ten years. So I'm yeah. I'm, I'm okay, still even, bullish. There was the you know bubble in ninety 
nine or, or whatever. And it's not like we don't have the internet still. Yeah. Right. Like it just, it kind of self-corrected and, and yeah. went its own way. And, you know, you hear things about, I think it's Arizona who is trying to adopt uh, Bitcoin as like official accepted tender. Hmm. You know, I, I think sure, when you see more mass adop- adoption, like yeah, I believe it was Arizona. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, it's it's something where I think, it, like you said, it's in its infancy, right? Mm-hmm. Like mom and dad don't use Bitcoin yet for the most part. Mm-hmm. So, like when they do, then I think it's gonna yeah do better. So my dog yeah. heard me using its voice, and now it is barking in its crate right now. <laughs> <laughs> He's home. He's home. Whoops. Guys, you were talking about me. (laughs) (laughs) Are you done with your podcast? (laughs) That's funny. Those guys are too smart. But if I call my, uh, like I'm on like a voice call with my wife and I talk to her and she puts me on speakerphone, my dog will Mm -hmm. freak out. Freak out. Yeah. Like if I'm at the office, he'll like get up and look down the driveway. Like he's coming. Is that him? Uh huh. He's like just mad. For the next you hour. don't take him into your <laughs> office with you sometimes sometimes oh, yeah. yeah yeah but see if i did it today i would be doing the dog voice you guys don't want it you guys don't want yeah it's my big baby <clears throat> it's funny all right so uh all right uh, uh if anyone is looking to uh shill their drop on the show uh email us uh info at mograph.com and we yep. will uh, show it off. Uh, totally, totally. Other than that, let's get back to the regular show. Is this the fucking mic? This is exactly what I should be doing. And we're back. Nick, thank you so much for being on yeah, the show man, today. Yeah, man, we really appreciate it. It's so easy when, you know, it's such an easy show. We don't have to prep anything when we know the person really well. <laughs> you know? <Yeah. laughs> because all we got to do is sit and chat and catch up so yeah it's fun, basically you know dude it's so, good man easy. I'm, I'm so glad to catch up with you guys there's uh and i'm also excited for some uh some in irl stuff happening this year i yeah. hope man let's yeah yeah absolutely gotta have you out to camp it's gonna be great uh camps on my radar this year we'll be sponsoring like always but uh i, I really want to try to make it to one of these here um i mm-hmm. hear nothing but good things every time you do one of these things um and uh gosh all the other stuff too like the the vegas event and Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. if if there ends up being barton let me know man i'm coming to see your off well you know i should just go see his damn office it's about time i just go yeah dude come down you got a place to stay and we got a whole extra bedroom with its own bathroom and everything all right there's Mm -hmm. dogs there and we we just built a pool it's got a hot tub dude shut up you're Mm -hmm. set yeah shut up I need a little. You can come over break. here and barbecue <laughs> in Winkleman Terrace. Yeah. That's what I call my patio. <laughs> the pool is the pool built by people. Yeah. <laughs> Begrudgingly oh, built by people. Oh, yeah. I see. Our outdoor people things. Yeah. I yeah. see yeah. what thanks, you did there. Thanks, Winkleman. We love <laughs> thanks, you for that. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I owe, uh, I owe quick question in the. In the, in the chat, is Camp MoGraph good to go if you don't know anyone personally in the community? Yes. Absolutely. Yes. If you don't know you anyone the in the end. community, you're going to meet everyone in the community. Yeah. And any meetup. Come to camp. Yeah. Any meetup. Yeah. yeah. There was specifically, Absolutely. I forgot who I talked to in LA. They had that exact story. They're like, I just went knowing that it was, uh, I think it was in her neighborhood or within a few, uh, you know, a few hours of where she lived. She's like, I just went. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, I didn't know anybody, and then now I know mm-hmm. everybody, and, yeah. and they loved it. So, yeah, it's yeah. it's. Uh, uh, I hear good things, guys. I want to. Joey Corin, man, what's up, man? Joey, you show up right at the end here. Yeah, <laughs> Joey. Yes, if you want to start a metal band, Joey, I'm in. I I think I could do the maybe the drums. I could probably play. I know you got the guitars figured out. I could probably play some thrash drums. Okay. Uh, there's not a lot of keyboard in metal, but I got you know some synth stabs. Maybe some synth yeah. stabs if if you want a little bit of that. Mm. <laughs> I'm in. If you need a bass I'm player, I'm, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll volunteer. Yeah, you know, volunteer that's really what's missing at these, uh, the, like the Vegas event, Joey, is right. like, we need to get the, the band together, whatever that looks like. <laughs> the MoGraph band. Uh, um, All MoGraphers. EJ's been working on his uh, karaoke for years now, so maybe you want to get yeah. like a little singing, maybe a little EJ singing. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or screaming. I'll do the trumpet. Yeah. We got, we got, I think we got this figured out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> EJ can do girls. <laughs> I'm all oh, in. Man. in this tutorial. <laughs> oh, that would be great, Joey. Let's do it. I Let's... gotta go. Look, I need. An, I already have eight excuses to go to Florida, and now I got nine. Joey, I gotta come down there. Gotta mm-hmm. ride Velocicoaster and go hug Joey. That's really oh, dude. Velocicoaster is awesome. Like Kill. I, that looks so amazing. I want to ride. That sounds that like so something bad. I would not no. do. You don't do roller coasters. I would not though. do. Right? I do not like the roller coasters. <laughs> no. Dude, I'm <sighs> in, man. I'm so excited to see you guys. Uh, yeah. You, Joey, let's make a plan before oh, NAB been. this time, man. Been too long. Yeah. Been too long. I'm looking forward to NAB with all y'all and the. And the the big meetup and man, that's coming. That's going to be around the corner, isn't it? It's already February. NAB? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, there's mm. no talks about canceling it currently. So, yeah. you know, yet it'll be fine. Can't MoGraph open my Dude, yeah. Night. See, We've, seriously, yeah. I need to, uh, I should, uh, I should bring my electric drum set, right? A guitar and a bass, you know, and then some, uh, we've got a PA there. Bring a so couple, talent show. Yeah, dude. Is, you know, then people just come out and jam. That'd be fun. Or do their do their stand up as well. Yeah, you know, do their MoGraph stand up. <laughs> stand up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, get Billy up there doing his stand up. Yeah, totally. Routine. Totally. Oh, I know what that means. That's fun. You're bringing the you're bringing the, the damn dog, Dave, aren't you? He's got he's got to have his own jokes. <laughs> yeah, on the stand up. Oh yeah, Dorpy absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I I actually bought extra Dorpies. You know, in case I ever need to take him out of town because I don't want to accidentally lose one. That would be really so I funny. Have travel Dorpy. <laughs> travel yeah. Dorpy. You have tra- you yeah. have He's got a little hat on and a backpack. <laughs> <laughs> got a news cap with a little news yeah. uh, thing sticking up. Yeah. That's and his Jansport. <laughs> oh, cute. That's funny. Uh, for well, anyone Nick, interested, it, it, uh, uh, Camp MoGraph, uh, make sure and uh, either subscribe at campmograph.com or. Uh, uh, stay tuned because uh, we're going to have some announcements probably next week, I think, you know, mm-hmm. as far as additional sponsorships and um, when ticket, ticket, sale, ticket sales, dates and yeah. all that. Yeah. You can check out the yeah. different cabins and stuff like that. So it'll be yeah. cool. It'll be cool. Yeah. Be yeah. I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. Come yeah. send for sponsors. We could, yeah. Send me the, send me the deck, will you? Awesome. Let's I'll go. send you the deck. Yeah. Cool. cool. I love it. All right. Nick, if people want to find you online, 
Where can where can they talk to you and chat with you? Oh, besides your Discord, obviously. Yeah, if you're a 3D professional, come join the Grayscale Gorilla Discord. If you want to yell at me, uh, you can do it on Twitter at Nick Vegas. <laughs> we also have uh, Grayscale Gorilla, which is GSG 3D on Twitter. Um, and uh, yeah, if you are, uh, I think those are the probably the best places to come yell at me. Or uh, also, we'll be doing some more shows over on the YouTube as well. So uh, subscribe there. And we do some shows cool. and uh, uh, videos there as well. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. And I have a, an extra thing to add here at the end. Again, MoGraph TV launching mm-hmm. tomorrow. Technically, tomorrow is tonight at 6 o'clock Central. Mm-hmm. Please, uh, if, if you're interested in it, you know, maybe put it on a TV somewhere. Leave it on. Mm-hmm. See what you think. I'd like to get people's feedback. It's something that we've been working on for like a year. This has been... It's it's one of those things where it's very easy in theory. In theory. But I like to figure out what's the best way to automate it. How can mm-hmm. I press the least amount of buttons once mm-hmm. it's running and, and all of that. How can and we fill it with content? You yeah, know? <laughs> all of that. But we have content. We've got, We've got great sponsors content. on boards mm-hmm. and lots of content. So please, like, I hope everybody enjoys it. Been working so hard to get this thing rolling and uh, hopefully we, no power outages yeah, hopefully. this week. Yeah, that's, a, uh, that's exciting, guys. Congrats yeah. on the launch on that. Thanks, man. Thanks. Well, we're going to get out of here. You can rate us on iTunes, leave a review on your podcatcher of choice, subscribe. That helps get our ratings up. Subscribe to our newsletter. One's going out tomorrow morning, actually. And uh, you can say you've been there, done that, got the T-shirt with the MoGraph logo tee, the Paul Bab Feel the Bab 2020 shirt. All the profit from that go to Doctors Without Borders. The Render Things T-shirt, hoodie, and long sleeve tee, the That Render is Fire shirt, which you're only allowed to wear, ironically. Unless, unless you're, you're shams. shams. And the MoGraph Blandishment shirt as well. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok. TikTok. MoGraph.com. Don't stop stop with the TikTok. (laughs) And uh, that's that's about it. Thanks Mm -hmm. again, Nick. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you. All right. Till next time, I'm Dave. And I'm Matt. And I'm Nick. Thanks for coming. Happy Monday. (laughs) Have a good one. Later, yo. Pretty good, I guess. Introducing MoGraph TV from MoGraph.com, a free motion graphics and animation channel streaming your favorite content and favorite artists 24-7. MoGraph TV features motion graphics tutorials, talks, tips, inspiration, and replays of popular live shows. We offer something for all levels of designer, from introductory tutorials to high-level breakdowns and everything in between. That track looks great to me. MoGraph TV features software like Cinema 4D, After Effects, Unreal Engine, What up, what up? third-party plugins, and other 2D and 3D software. We also feature live motion events, short-form clips, crypto art, and even a little photo and video editing. Learn from the people that inspire you most. And stay up to date on all the latest industry news, announcements, and community events. You'll also see exclusive offers only available by watching. With three eight-hour blocks each day, you'll be sure to catch everything, no matter what your time zone. Keep it on as a companion to your workday and learn something new. Meet a friend, watch a demo, catch a classic tutorial, or even find new inspiration. That's a British word? A lot of things are British words. Yes, good luck with all your projects. MoGraph TV. 
television for the design community 24-7. MoGraph.com, an online resource for motion graphic artists. Start your week with the MoGraph podcast, industry news, interviews with your favorite artists, and terrible humor. Watch live shows and interviews from MoGraph events like NAB, Seagraph, Half Res, and local meetups. <laughs> Our MoGraph talks feature live demos and motivation from artists all around the world. Sometimes you got to make stuff that you're not going to put on your reel, and I'm not here to judge. What if Rick and Morty show up for the countdown at midnight? That's where I peaked in life, in my career. We gotta stop this thing, Rick! It's gonna kill us all! Hear from the people that create your software, design your render engines, and artists that are changing the face of modern motion graphics. You get that render done. Yeah, you better frame frame what? MoGraph tutorials and online classes will teach you about Cinema 4D, After Effects, as well as other popular software and render engines. Throw in the HDR Studio, take the render settings, pick the HDR, put a reflection, and gorgeous! Branch into new software, learn time-saving tips, techniques, workflows, and lessons that'll keep you up to date in the world of motion design. Oh, brother, those are some of my favorite elves. I love projects that scare me. When our art director comes to us and asks for something that I had never done before, man, it gets me pumped. Join the conversation in our live sessions. Check out our plugins or join the hundreds of daily active users in our Slack channel for technical help, advice, contests, or just to joke around. Real nice banana. Ah, that's so funny. All right. I'm going to live forever. <laughs> Subscribe today and get the latest updates on our YouTube and other social media channels. Take all your dreams and just do it! We don't care how you get here, folks. Just get here. Subscribe to MoGraph.com.